Hey guys, this is Jesus, one of the following Patreon listeners. Christopher Durback, Darcy Ross, Ethan Ferguson, Acer Tolentino, Daniel Greer, John H. Perry, Nadine Isabel, Will Adams, Nate T., and Lucas Antoris. Thanks for helping us against the Draugr threat. In an alleyway or in the street off into the distance, lightly illuminated by torches on the sides of buildings, grows the horrifying shadow surrounded by six smaller dancing shadows of Grimtooth. I need to speak with High Mason Aronson. What about violence against a common enemy? <laughs> Important. <edition. laughs> He says behind his massive table with armed people all around him. (laughs) And it occurs to you, you're in a Mafia Don's home. Well, hey, everybody. I'm your dragon daddy, Dave. Welcome back to Dungeons and Dragons. Hell yeah. We have to retire dragon daddy. (laughs) Nope. We're running with it. Makes me increasingly uncomfortable. Yep. That's all the more reason to use it. (laughs) So yeah, we, uh, we're back here. I'm uh, back here in, uh, in the beehive for the bee team. Um, uh, joined with Dan, Billy, uh, Jesus and Tex. And you know what? We had such a good time with this charming little indie uh, game that uh, that we, we decided to keep going with it. This uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you know, looking through the material that that is out, <laughs> though, I'm hoping that they'll release some other books to fill out some of the narrative or the mechanics. But, you know, just give it some time, I'm sure. So uh, we are picking up where we left off in the campaign of From Darkness Comes or Chaos Comes. I just I use like three different names for this. Uh, also wrote down three different names in my Google Docs. So <laughs> when uh, dreams may come, yeah, what dreams may come exactly in the fact that you're all Robin Williams and you're all in a giant painting. Ooh, that's a good movie. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> I forgot how much, much I like that film. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's very much on point and in brand for this podcast. Um, and please, from my left. That would be you, Dan. Uh, yeah, introduce yourself and describe your character and uh, just a brief synopsis, like a one sentence of how they feel about the story so far. Uh, all right. So, hey, guys, this is Dan, and I am once again picking up the mantle of everybody's favorite beautiful dumb bird boy, uh, Katrick, uh, the sorcerer who's in the highest intelligence in the crew. How? How? <laughs> He's dumb as rocks. <sighs> I don't know. I have the most highest. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Right. I'm gonna say Billy. Yeah, well, Oddly we'll, enough, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get to we'll get to the smart guy in a second. Uh, my <laughs> guy just uh, he's he's literally a bird brain. Uh, his entire spell repertoire is fire of some kind or another. And uh, right now he's uh, he's honestly feeling a little sorry for himself and is still uh, very apologetic towards <laughs> uh, towards our Minotaur for uh, accidentally. And I repeat. It was an accident. Uh, accidentally shooting a guiding bolt. Uh, I believe uh, we established literally up his ass. Uh, so could have happened to anyone. Could have happened mm-hmm. to anyone. Couldn't happen to a nice. Anyone minotaur. using that damn app that betrayed them so many <laughs> times. You went back to that. 
fucking app like it was Ike Turner and it apologized. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I mean, it was listen, I'll brutal. be using that same app today. So <laughs> hold Christ. on to your butts. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> hey everybody, this is Billy and I am playing Ariston and I am a, a symbian uh, survivor. Uh, I fight with a giant sword. I am intelligence with a 16 intelligence, baby. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm an Eldred's Knight. And right now, I, I'm i just trying to survive. I was told this was a job, and now we're in a prison. And I'm still half convinced that this is just their way of getting us into prison without fighting. <laughs> um, and I'm just a little confused on what exactly is going on. But I'm just going to continue uh, to rely on my soldier training uh, that I got from the wars. Yep. Keep on pushing forward. And what was your character's name again? Ariston. That's right. Ariston. Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I'm returning to uh, Doras, the Minotaur Forge Domain Cleric, serving under Gond, thanks to the teachings of my two gnome parents. Uh, uh, originally, I started this, I was just in it for the adventure to go out and explore. Now that I know about the the evils of the Draugr and what they're doing, tainting metal, forging and using it, forcing memories from people and forcing it into the metal to make it stronger, I'm going to kill each and every single one. No one taints the words of my god. I haven't mace. <laughs> uh, that's why it's growing. You're growing as a, as a role player. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, it hadn't occurred to me that this is kind of a particular violation oh, of your yeah. character's faith. Oh yeah. All right, uh, this is Tex, and I am playing Pharaoh Pimfire, the halfling beast ranger. Um, and Pharaoh uh, went to great lengths in the last game to avoid being arrested, so he definitely is pissed to find out that we've been put in a Twilight Zone <laughs> prison of the mind, <laughs> and is very eager to uh, punish the wardens and get the fuck out. With him and his panther. And if you guys, the rest of the party makes it, so much the better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Exactly. We're all friends now. All <laughs> friends, I guess I actively... It's prison it. rules now. I've <laughs> <laughs> already signed up for three different <laughs> Me gangs. and my panther already chose what gang we're going to be in. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, gentlemen. Here we are uh, in episode three. Yeah. And as a, as a small recap for what happened last game. You came to Weiloon and found out that you had been missing memories. You woke up on the floor of a small shack and your weapons and armor and things were in boxes nearby and you had gold, but not the same denomination of gold that you had. It seemed as if it had been spent and then you had gotten some gold in return and you were all sore and you had marks behind your ears. Right. Oh, yeah. You were on a mission to find a man named Delaire, who uh, who was or is a member of the Purple Dragons, the Purple Dragons being the military, uh, the expert military of Cormir, the country that you are in. And you are hired by a Captain Stormrend. Uh, haven't had to look at my notes yet. Uh, ca- Captain Stormrend to find uh, to find Captain Delaire and inform him that his uh, husband is very concerned because they have not heard words. You found Delaire after hearing all of these different stories of you traversing the town of which you have no recollection. Uh, Doros, you know that you became the champion of something called the pits, some sort of fighting ring. You have no recollection of this, but people treat you with a certain kind of prestige. Pharaoh, Pharaoh, you know that you did some reconnoitering 
for the purple dragons, and in fact laid eyes on a quarry. Or beyond my imagination. Ex- ex- yeah. We will we will get to that Puppet quarry. People. Yep. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. Uh, but Having you... a bunch of really fun out-of-game dreams about that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no problem. No problem at all. And so, uh, Katrick, you yeah. know that you tried to... You uh, found out that you tried to forge your way out of there uh, because when you talked to Delaire, who, uh, who had lost some time and also a lot of weight was looking very unwell, mm-hmm. uh, said that he had spoken to the outside in about a fortnight, so 14 days. It had been months. And and uh, in the five days that you have lost here, uh, Katrick, you tried to forge your way out with a complete pardon. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> to which uh, Dallaire said, nice try. And yeah. he said, yeah, it was a nice try, if I could remember <laughs> doing it. Yep. Uh, not the first time you've blacked out and tried to pardon your way out of whatever you did. Mobile Mobile less. Less. Yeah. Uh, and uh, finally, Ariston, you know that you had some sort of run-in with the followers of Shar, uh, who have a presence, albeit a small one, here in the city of Weilun. The, uh, the city being a very complex prison settlement, as everyone is awaiting their trial, no doubt, any moment, any day now. Uh, all of you recall these now. Uh, you recall doing some investigation into a tavern in which some followers of Shar showed up, started preaching the word of their goddess. They saw that you were Sembian, called you servant, and you thwumped them. And everyone likes you for it. Because uh, Char, oh, they're the worst. Yeah, they're just the worst. And Char is the shadow goddess. She yes. is the shadow goddess that the uh, Netheril rallied under when they tried to bring uh, the entire world to heal. And you have a particular uh, dislike for for that goddess because uh, you are Sembian and your country was the first to fall. Oh yeah, yeah. And so you all went and found. This this uh, man, uh, this man, Delaire, uh, and Delaire explained that you had done all these things, explained that the this gang known as the Screamers, a predominantly uh, dark dwarf or Durger, I will occasionally pronounce it Draugr, and I'm sorry, um, uh, but Durger, Durger sounds like I'm mispronouncing it, is the thing. Um Durger uh, gang led by a man named um, Grundar Gristlespit. Grundar Gristlespit. That is for you. We didn't have a picture before. Yeah, now you do. And that's shit. Wait. He's the like. He's the leader of the Screamers. Yes. And the Screamers, there are many gangs in Weiloon, but as Delaire explained, there are two primary ones. There are the Masons, and who are the longest uh, living uh, gang in Weiloon. And then there are the Screamers, who just seem to pop up, grow in number, and they only come out at night. The Freaks come out at night. And they've been pushing and getting more and more of Weiloon away from the other gangs. He then, pr- uh, then produced a shard of glowing metal, that he said was found in the body and the spine of one of the victims of the screamers, but also the brain was missing from the skull of of the victim. And he could not possibly tell you why. He gave you the shard. You went to a forge. 
And uh, Dehras, you took it to the forge and gave it a thwack. And all of your heads rang out with the memories that I just described to you as they came flooding back in crystal detail, including, including Pharaoh having been on a rooftop at night and seeing Bristle Spit being pulled on a cart with marionette uh, bodies pulling them attached to strings to pins in their bodies as he, corpulent and large, just was pulled down the street. And you tried to cut your own eyes out at one point. Uh, right. Yes. Which, um, which, uh, who has Arcana? Let's start off with an Arcana roll. Yeah. Everybody has an Arcana. I forgot. Everybody can roll for anything in this game. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have a scale. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a 10, so probably uh, not that one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we are off, off to the off races. To All right, this is a great game. I <laughs> uh, remember my original suggestion. John Wick is playing 10 <laughs> minutes away from us over there. <laughs> Okay. 23. Wow. Nice. All right. Everybody else, I'll get to you, Daras. I'll get to you. Pharaoh and Eris, uh, excuse me, Pharaoh and Katrick. That's terrifying and yeah. weird. Yep. But, um, and certainly not normal. Uh, Ariston. That seems like a magical effect. Oh, uh, what? what the, uh, uh, that, uh, that Pharaoh here, when he laid eyes on this person, this uh, crystal tooth, uh, that he immediately was overcome with the desire to harm himself, uh, seems like some sort of fear effect. Okay. Uh, yeah, with a, with a role like that, you're like, yep, bog standard fear effect, but you've never ever heard of a Durger, um, of a Durger having that kind of uh, effect, primarily because Durger are, they're tough to pin down, not a lot, not a lot of people know about them, but Durger mages, very rare in history. Um, they're they're more of a brute might and inherent power sort of thing, having gained su- supernatural abilities from being in the Underdark for centuries. This is new. Right, they turn, they more of a technological race, mm-hmm. though it is a magical technological... But they also do have magical yeah. abilities that make them terrifying. Right. Um, and this is not, this is not necessarily one of them. Uh, Ross. Yes. That is clearly a failing of the halfling and his willpower. And you know, beyond the shadow of a doubt, it would not affect you being a follower of your god. Why would something as tainted as them affect me? Exactly. I'm not going to say that out loud. I'm a kind guy. But exactly. You know I, uh, as soon as he says that, I just give him a pat on the shoulder. Yep. You are, you are, you are sure that this will not affect you. Um, and it's, it's not the it's not the uh, halfling's fault that he is weak. His bloodline is weak, <laughs> and they will die once the winter comes. <laughs> uh, all right, and then you uh, you discovered all of this. You whacked some metal. You realized that a halfling uh, person who had been helping you the entire time, um, who goes was it a halfling or was it a dwarf? I'm sorry, dwarf. Thank you. Whose name was. Lophagia, a street urchin, was in a lot of your memories. Lophagia was very, very Lophagia? eager. Yeah, Lophagia. Lophagia. Yeah. Uh, L O P H. Lophagia. Asia. Uh, and. <laughs> Asia. <laughs> and uh, uh, they. Uh, that she had, in fact, been 
guiding you through these memories through these last five days. So when she said she had never met you before, she was quite lying. And you went to a uh, place known as Redbeard Shipping and Containment uh, and Storage, uh, which was a large warehouse uh, that you had memories of going to. So you all followed your memories there. Inside was what can best be described as shipping theater in the fact that many of the storage things were too clean to have been hanging in this dusty old warehouse for so long. And it was a trap. And you were beset upon by two robotic monstrosities known as Durger Hammerers, which were large uh, mechanical monsters with hammers for hands that also had uh, Durgers imprisoned inside of them being slowly digested, uh, who looked at you with hate. You dispatched them after a pretty decent fight um, between you and the hammers and the fiery bird boy. <laughs> who um, first ran away in fear, if I remember correctly. And yes. then from a distance, I can help! <laughs> I hit the Minotaur! <laughs> That's right, because the first critical one was your like, was courage. Like, yeah, I like yeah. just fled for an entire round at yes. top speed. Yeah. An yeah. incredible series Good of times. events. That was, yeah. that was a and great fight. I'm once really again, Ariston, um, uh, the technological part of that, that checks out for Durger. That they would have a fear effect if they were within, if they were in one of these, uh, you know, hellish Iron Man costumes. <laughs> uh, you dispatched them, and then you found a trap door that led down into a uh, small uh, living living quarters, where you found Lafasia and her actual father, uh, Mister Redbeard, who owns Redbeard Shipping, and he explained through a what I can only ex- describe as a gratingly obnoxious Scottish accent, thank you, past David, um, that he is, he has been muscled by the screamers to do some, uh, move some product for them, but also to get you via his daughter, uh, to the warehouse where you can be, uh, killed. Uh, and, uh, he didn't have a choice. His daughter didn't have a choice and they're both scared and they offered you, uh, they offered you sanctuary respite. You each got a healing potion, so everybody Woo. get those. Uh, everybody get those pencils out or whatever, uh, because you all have a healing potion of one d six plus three. Good potion of minor healing. And you got two bottles of what is known as mages' fire, which are uh, um, potions. You throw them, and on contact, it does one d ten damage for fire, and then the next round, it stages to 1d6 fire, and then 1d4 fire. And which one of us grabbed those? There's I'm gonna guess Katrick took one, yeah. and tried not to drink it. Gotcha. And to throw and to throw it'd be uh, dexterity, right? The yeah. potion is d6 plus what? Uh, d6 plus three. Cool. And yeah. to throw these potions, these potions of fiery death, it's a dexterity roll. So it'd so. be dexterity athletics, yeah. Dexterity athletics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take a two-step drop, check your sides, look for a receiver, <laughs> some Durger's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I mean, frankly, if other people want to take those, like, everything I do is just fiery. So I'll take I, one. Yeah, like, there's two of them. If, other, if somebody else wants to take the other one, like, I don't need. <laughs> I don't need potions. Yeah, that, I think the Minotaur can have the fire potions. That seems... All right, so yeah, so okay. take both. Yeah, I, I or take, or you take the other one, yeah. yeah. Yep. You, I, you so, want one, Billy? Sure, what is it again? Uh, it's uh, 1d10 damage, and then it's one uh, next round 1d6, next round 1d4, yeah, then it comes out. Single target or multiple targets? Single target. Single target, yeah. So each of you has one of those. Yeah, they cover a square, so you could conceivably 
smash them on side by side squares and create like a small moat. And you rest. How long do we rest? Is a question. Uh, long rest. Oh, we do a long rest. Okay. Uh, you can do a long rest if you want, but it was getting to be nightfall. Oh, and then before we get to that point, so do we wish to rest? Remember, they are out right now. Uh. It is becoming nightfall. We can go in with fewer opponents, or if we rest, we will probably be there around four or so a.m. And they may be coming back when we are inside of their facility. This is what. I mean, all we have right now is one little sliver of a clue of what they're at. We do not know much more about what their intentions are. Mm. Perhaps we should spend one more day looking up all those hidden memories that we just discovered. Find all the little clues that might help us and give us the advantage. Rushing in right now would be foolish. You do remember that you got a key from one of the Durgers that had been spilt out in pieces. Right. Uh, and it goes to the tower in front of the, near the lake. Yes. And it goes to the tower near the lake. And your last memory of near the lake is that you were loaded down to bear, ready for a fight, and then you all got stuck in the back and woke up. We need to find a way to counteract the fair spell that our good halfling friend uh, succumbed to. Something S- to keep us from wanting to get... Was ambushed by. Ambushed by. Whatever... Absolutely. I believe, <laughs> Whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> I believe for something like that, you just need true commitment, but fine, I trust your judgment. So I will, in the morning, look for, perhaps there's a uh, spell that we could use to, or a ritual that could uh, give us some mental fortitude. Very well. There's one problem with waiting. Wait, before I say this, mm-hmm. make sure I have my facts straight. The screamers come through in their parade of horrors every night, mm-hmm. and their route goes through the town, and ends up at this warehouse. Correct. It is early night, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The screamers will arrive here before night's end and find all the damage we have wrought. That may change their patterns, their movements. That may give them time to fortify. While we chase clues, our quarry grows stronger. I say... Take the advantage of surprise. They set a trap for us. They will not be expecting us. Do you want me to climb inside the box? <laughs> a crate? And when they come looking, they pop out? So you, by the way, long rest, six hours. Uh, it's six to eight hours. Six hours of sleep, and you got the long rest. Or eight hours of doing not much exertion and just sitting around. I would love to uh, attack and surprise them, but I don't know if we have the energy. We just got done with a very tough fight. So much so, I don't even remember what my HP is at. <laughs> I don't think, did anyone get hurt other than Jesus getting shot up the bomb? I don't know if I did. Like my I know, but we, did, we did waste some spells, though. Yeah, you yeah, wasted did. some spells. Yeah, um, yeah, I wasted a couple spells. I'm unhurt, but yeah. like, I could definitely use the time to get my spells back. Right. I mean, six hours is six hours. This is out of character. Of course, I guess Kutrick doesn't really. Um, yeah. Six hours is six hours. I mean, if these guys won't be back before six hours, we can just kind of Hang out here and ambush them. I would not suggest... It would be easy for us to be caught unawares here. We know their route. Let's find a rooftop where we can observe them. And then perhaps pick off a few that la- if they lag behind. Ah, and if you need to... I don't believe any of you speak, Durger. If you need a translator... It's a form of dwarven. Mm-hmm. I might be able to help. 
So then do we rest and then go investigate? Is that what is being called upon right now? Also, if you need a dwarf that absolutely hates the uh, screamers, you might want to talk to the High Mason. High Mason? He's the leader of the Masons. They uh, don't get along. Interesting. What's a dwarves in this in this narrative? Hmm. <laughs> I love this place. We should live here. <laughs> oh, what you in for? <laughs> I'm just waiting for my lawyer. <laughs> he says with gray hair. <laughs> so yeah, you guys, this is totally the part where you guys can metagame. Um, um, like I said, I think we need to probably get some spells and mm-hmm. to do, at least do one more rest. But I'm willing to do whatever we uh, want to do. Like, if, if we know that these guys won't be back, like, like do we have six hours before they return? If they don't, I, I say we, like, catch our breath. If anybody doesn't need to do a long rest, uh, then maybe uh, we can, you know, split the party a little bit and have somebody go find this high mason. Mm-hmm. I certainly, like, uh, assume throughout all this discussion, Katrick has already, like, he's in a, in a corner... I'm gonna like see what if we're gonna be resting. I'm also gonna rest because I need. I have a bunch of spells I need to bring back as well. Okay, so we sound like we're resting, but where are we resting? Are we resting in this uh, hidden compartment in the warehouse that the guy says is pretty uh, well hidden? Yeah, you are basically in a trap door. It's it, they've got bed rolls mm-hmm. even for the Minotaur. Um, there's a small fire. Uh, they have food. You can absolutely rest. You don't see another way out though. If you do want to wait it out. It will be a chance roll, and you can choose who makes the chance roll on a d20. On 11 to 20, someone shows up looking for the re- result of the ambush. Mm. One, 1 through 10, nobody shows up yet. I say we take the chance. That's personally, I say we rest up and we hope for the best. Yeah. All right. And if somebody shows up, then I guess that's just more XP for us to split. I mean, yeah. If somebody... I will be sleeping on the roof of the warehouse. Yeah, you'll, you'll be our first line of defense, especially since you're a psychic, right? You can send uh, telepathic messages. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think you need to be able to see them, but... Mm-hmm. I do need to be able to see people. But you can... <laughs> Whatever, you can also be like... Yeah. If you hear a tinny little war cry followed by a panther growling, that's the sign. Couldn't you send it... Like, Don't you have a special link with your panther? Yeah. I could, could send my panther to. Yeah, I couldn't like one like one of you watch and one of us, and then, so if, like the panther growls or yeah, yeah, then yeah. yeah. That uh, before I we rest, then I need to take care of something. Question, David: the various metals in that warehouse does it equal say one hundred gold or actually no seventy five gold? <laughs> it's a warehouse owned by a dwarven family. So yes, are you kidding okay. me? It's like it's like finding loose change in a couch around here. <laughs> so as as you guys are getting ready to rest, you see me go upstairs to that warehouse and start gathering a bunch of metal. Alright. This will take about an hour. This is a vision I got from my god. I wanted to test it out, but we've been busy being in prison. <laughs> Dave, uh, can I, while resting, can I, uh, while I'm resting, can I do some research uh, on uh, how to mitigate fear checks? Yes. Right. Would that be Arcana? It could be Arcana or uh, Medicine, whichever. Uh, Arcana, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, 14. All right. Yeah. 
I'll give you some uh, some of the the basics. Yeah, um, you see Ariston sit down. He rolls uh, out a uh, like one of those lamb hide uh, journals. Yep, unwraps it and he quickly starts scribbling as if he's doing mathematics. Mm-hmm. Perfect, I love it. Uh, and your analytic mind comes up with a couple of ideas. Uh, one, you cannot fight. You cannot fear what you cannot see. So you could conceivably just blindfold yourself. That's an extreme. You could theoretically, so we can bird box it, this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bird box this, people. Yeah, you could imi- uh, make yourself immune by repeated, by repeated exposure to it. You're not sure how many, but if it's just one particular type, you could conceivably do that. Mm-hmm. Or, last but not least, drunk men fear nothing. <laughs> nice. I, I like that idea. Yep. I, I look at the dwarf. <laughs> do you have? Alcohol. Get out. <laughs> Just cuts to you from the second story window of the warehouse. <laughs> I am not milk. I am not milk drinker. <laughs> he smiles and goes back to the hidden panel of the wall and opens it up. And as I said last game, there are dwarven liquors, wines, and lagers. Cool. And I'm actually going to uh, pay for the uh, the, the drinks since he's, he's he said he's a symbian. Mm-hmm. Symbians pay for. Uh, they yep. pay. They don't. They don't take. Absolutely, absolutely. You are uh, Zambia is a is a aggressively economic and uh, capitalistic society, mm-hmm. uh, and because Zambians don't believe in taking things for free, because they give somebody an edge over you. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, one gold for every for every uh, stout, Great. for every yeah for every drink, one silver for you, Zambian to Zambian. I like it. So anybody who wants a drink can spend a gold. I'll have a shot. Okay. I don't know if we want the the bird boy drunk. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take a couple. Uh, okay. Just prepared to, you know, mm-hmm. have them in the just in case, since I don't yeah. think we're actually doing this right. No, 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 no. <laughs> just look over to Ross is drinking his third. Like, no, 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 no. Actually, I'm going downstairs. I'm like, I'll have with thanks. And you go upstairs, and as you see him, you hear him gathering metal, and then you start hearing a. Sort of like the sound of a hammer against an animal, but it's almost gentle, and it seems to vibrate across the air. One of the, uh, you look at the uh, the dwarven hammers, the the monstrosities, and again, this repulsion mm. overtakes you at the complete absence of of um, artistic endeavor in it. It is so uniform and empirically done and seemingly mass produced that it. It it has no soul and cannot be used for this process. Yeah. All right. So is there a role associated with that? Or? No, it just happens. It takes me an hour. Cool. Yep. Super easy. So if anyone convenience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go upstairs uh, to see what I'm doing after about an hour, uh, does anyone go upstairs to check, or are you just? I'm doing my research okay. and figuring out that we need a drink. Okay. Yeah. Oh, then as you're drinking, an hour later, as uh, as the hammering finishes, I go back downstairs and I step in front of Ariston. And you see in my hands uh, a tire suit of scale mail armor. Human size. That's very nice. It is. is my first attempt at this spell. Congratulations, this is yours. First attempt at this spell. <laughs> he nervously gives it. Just don't, don't like jump around it right away. And if you start to taste pennies, just let me know. <laughs> you need the protection if we're going into battle. 
I am very hesitant, but Ariston's looking at this beautifully worked uh, scale yeah, mail. Yeah, scale mail. Basically, it, it doesn't look like something that was newly forged. It looks like it, the metal was flowed together. Mm-hmm. And how much do you want for it? Do you have my back tomorrow? Yes. That's enough. No, 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 no. I have to give you something in return. I don't understand. I uh, reach out and uh, stab the Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> Mine now. <laughs> so what's uh, what what's the scale mail armor like? What's a uh, seventy five gold? No, no, no. Wait, no. Oh, I'm sorry. What what is it like? The AC? Oh, uh, one more, one higher than Shaman. Oh, so uh, yeah, I think I've got it right here. Yeah. So it'd be seventeen armor. Yes, I think it, yes. Pretty sure. If that's the case, then uh, just one double check to make sure. <laughs> Two. Oh, <laughs> You put it on, it's just blades inside your body. Yeah. Oh. I think this is supposed to be for females. And it's just like all <laughs> <some> nipple tassels. <laughs> oh, it's bad armor. Uh, scale mail is 14, AC 14 plus dexterity modifier, and you're at disadvantage on stealth rolls. Yeah. So it makes you less stealthy, but gives you more protection. So my dex modifier, I actually think this is worse. Is it? I thought it was, one second, where's that? That'd be fifteen. Okay, let's see here. You had, a, I thought you had a chain shirt. I had chain mail. Chain mail. Oh. Wait. Oh, I was looking at the wrong thing. Never mind. <laughs> this never happened. I, I suddenly walked. No, away. no. You know what? Fuck, screw it. This I mean, is, you can just always sell it. No, no, this, no, 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 no. This is this is a uh, this is a character moment. You bu- okay. you build something for me. So what my character is gonna do is <laughs> okay. pretend to wear it. And then, <laughs> no, no, my character will give you uh, his chain. Uh, my character's taking off his chainmail and handing it over to you as payment. For I already it. have chainmail. Yeah, well, uh, use it as fucking resources, <laughs> sir. I, we all don't want this scale mail, but you made it. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. It's getting increasingly awkward. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're wearing that chain mail. Okay, I just worked an hour for your scale mail. <laughs> okay, really? This not- no, I'll, wear, I'll, I'll totally wear the cool. scale mail. And remember, much. remember, guys, uh, in this system, at least definitely the way that I run it, moments like this can be arguments for, uh, for inspiration later. Yeah. So yeah. later on, if you... If you have a moment where Duras is in trouble and it would be wildly un, uh, unwise to go rescue him, but then you look down and see the reflection of your face yeah. in the armor, mm-hmm. then like, boom, get an inspiration. You know, right, cool. uh, yeah, I'll absolutely take this uh, and I'm giving you my uh, chain mail to use for later uh, productions. Uh, a fun uh, little side note, by the way, don't forget that you can, within character, give each other your inspiration. Okay. But there needs to be a character reason to do it. Mm-hmm. Cool. So like there you example, go. Example giving him the ugly sweater equivalent of, <laughs> <laughs> of armor. Yeah. All right, that's great. And again, I thought you had a changed shirt. So this, all right. Mm-hmm. Nope. This is this. Is, you, you made this off. Okay. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. And now we're all gonna die. Actually, chainmail is only seventy-five gold. I thought it was higher. I, cha- I okay. Can we reverse it? I made you chainmail. A new type of chainmail that looks that looks nicer. Oh, you know what? Yeah, oh, so oh. You, you keep your same armor class. Yeah, it yeah. just looks nicer. It just yeah. looks nicer. Did you include, because you were making it for, uh, for Ariston, did you include the insignia of... Uh, Gond? Uh, of Gond or of Sembia? I included Sembia. Okay. Yep. Cool. How do I get rid of something? <laughs> so now, now, now well, his nation states can be blamed for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Cool. Okay, cool. so yeah. Like, you, gave me, you just got nicer chainmail on. Great! I give you my chainmail to use uh, for your future projects. Thank you very much. It's so you're just gonna keep that on your back, lad, or 
Gonna go try to sell it later. Uh, Do you have someone who would want some chain mail? Looking at the dwarf. His daughter, like, pokes around him. (laughs) Says, like, hi, hi, Lafacia, we talked before. (laughs) Um, How much you want for that chain mail? It was Uh, a gift. (laughs) Sorry, my, like... (laughs) <laughs> my like primitive like wolf child character like this is what he imagined civilized adventurers do is <laughs> haggle identical suits of chainmail make each other useless gifts yep. like I'll tell you what Mike I'm glad I stayed on the roof it's just dead weight but it's very nice she looks at Ariston but you can't go running into battle 35 gold okay <laughs> chunk <laughs> alright she gives you 35 gold and gives a look to her dad like see I can take over the business. <laughs> I was going to give it to you for free, but I'm here. Symbians only care about money, so thank you. Ah, uh, the father <laughs> rolls his eyes. <laughs> much to learn, lad. <laughs> yeah, much to learn about stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> you dummy, he follows a god. He doesn't have any need for gold. How dare you stereotype? Where's my potato? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be angry, but I'm already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> From potato vodka. From potato I love it. All right. All right. So, you rest. Everybody rests. Everybody okay. gets. Long resting. Rest. Resting stuff back. Long rest. Done. Mm-hmm. Boom. Smell slots are back. I once again can set everything on fire or, by way of apology, heal the people that I accidentally set on fire. Hate you so much. Trick is like in character. He's so sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the things that exploded last this, um, the, there were two two thing uh, two boxes of these creatures, right? Yes. Cool. All right. So who wants to roll the d twenty to see if anybody comes trundling along? Trundling along. Six. Six. Woo! The night is quiet. Too quiet. But no one comes. You're welcome. You do hear, however, Pim, uh, Pharaoh, you do hear the sound in the distance from the same, from the, the same parade, as it were, of the jingling of, of metal wires and the irregular footsteps of dancing persons. And in an alleyway or in the street off into the distance, lightly illuminated by torches on the sides of buildings grows the horrifying shadow surrounded by six smaller dancing shadows of Grundar Gristlespitten. But it stops before it comes around the corner. I can see this from the roof, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't look directly at him. You look at the shadow mm-hmm. and it stops before it rounds the bend. Hesitates for a moment turns its horrifying caravan around and starts walking back. <laughs> Pharaoh's up there with a knife pointed at his eye. <laughs> Your cat's like, stay cool, man. Stay cool. <laughs> and since um, and since being on lookout is also a... it's I'm not going to consider being on lookout to be a, uh, a, a an excursion of energy. So if you... If anybody... I don't believe anybody really took hit points because two of the people stayed way back. Slot back. All right, cool. Yep. Awesome. And the night progresses. It's about 10, 11 p.m. now. What do you do? Okay, so we're all meeting back up in this warehouse. Mm -hmm. 
uh, is the halfling with us? Yeah, I'll okay. come back and join you. I uh, I set down my uh, little uh, journal and I say, if uh, looking at what I remember are uh, fear spells, uh, there are three things that we could do to uh, negate some of the problems. Uh, one is to fight blindfolded. Uh, most likely that would work unless there is a noise that attributes to the fear that uh, they use. But I don't think that is what uh, that does not sound what like what happened with you, Theros. Uh, we could, of course, uh, expose ourselves to the imagery over and over until our minds either crack or accept it as a reality. Or, and I set down like a large jug of, it has like three X's on yep. it. It's a mixture. I just grabbed a bunch of the, I was like, I need to get drunk really quickly. And the guy's like, I got this. Oh, my cottage dwarven Long Island iced tea? Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> we could get drunk and fight. Drunk men have no fear, they say. It would negate it, but we would have to suffer, we would suffer from uh, some handicaps, especially those who are using spells. If it is the only way, if you believe that this fear effect is a real concern, then we will have to take that possible route. I am not good at fighting blindfolded. I've tried it once at a party, did not end well for anyone involved. Who did you pin the tail on? Yeah. Too many people. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> the, the gnome. Yeah. Yeah. Have we had enough discussion to have a sense of, like, who, who, like, the fear effect is emanating from the puppet? It is coming from Grundar. Grisseldor. No, Grisselspit. Uh, yeah, Grisselspit. And also it came from the machines that burst out. And, uh, yeah, mechanically, you will all be intoxicated, so you will be, um, you will have uh, advantage to resist. Uh, it would be a wisdom roll to resist the effect. Uh, and so that would be 2d20. Take the highest. Uh, but you will be intoxicated. So dexterity-based rolls will be at a... Uh, I'm not going to say a disadvantage because that would be insane. So uh, I'm going to say that intelligence rolls and uh, dexterity rolls would be at a negative 2. I have another suggestion. Let's home alone this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have that's not what I'm actually saying but the no, um, no, no Home Alone is a well-established barge uh, ditty uh, yeah, from yeah, many exactly, towns yeah. oh let we me have, tell you about McAllister we have a warehouse we have fire potions we have a ranger I know how to make traps you know how to make machines Jesus like let's we know their their route they're gonna even if they didn't come tonight They'll come back tomorrow night, probably. We could spend the day gathering the supplies we need to create a series of, like, mega traps to take out, or at least seriously injure Gristlespit. And the beauty of a trap is you don't have to directly look at it while it's happening. Question. So, what time is it right now? It's about 11 p.m. It's 11 p.m. 11 p.m. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could clear out of here, spend the rest of the night and the day gathering whatever supplies we need well, you can I'm, you have you have a forge right because mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the dwarves that live below any concept we have for tra- like you can actually create metal contraptions right or at least awesome. the metal components that would go into not like obviously we're not going to do something like gears or the steam powered but like you could like create simple, you can create uh rudimentary 
traps. So for instance, like caltrips and things like that. None of you are a rogue, mm-hmm. so you don't have a trap kit. If you could purchase a trap kit, then you, you would have a advantage. trap kit in, in town, yeah. Yeah, and uh, because none and of you survival have... survival is the trap making, I believe, um, skill. But the description for um, trap oh, yeah. kit is also... There's proficiency with trap kits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So none of you have a proficiency. So what I'm going to say is a trap kit, you would not get a proficiency bonus, but you would be able to roll with advantage, but it, it uses the trap kit once. So you burn it effectively. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it would be Thieves' Tools. Thieves' Tools is what gives you advantage for disarming traps. What we are suggesting is we set up traps in this warehouse to trap the people when they come check on them if they were successful in killing us. And then what? I mean, do you, do you think of this dwarf or dwarf, this Gristletooth, whatever his name is? Yeah, was? Gristletooth. Do you think that he'll be the Sorry. one to check? Do you, or, do we, or he's just going to send a minion? Sorry, Gristle spit. Gristle Here, let spit. me do this. Not an hour ago, he was within shooting distance of the warehouse. We could set the trap anyway. He was within shooting distance, but he did stop. Right. Turn around. We stopped for a reason. We, we could set up traps, but they might not come. They might already know that we... Maybe through a connection that they know that their people are down. Well, and even if, even if if we set traps and are able to ambush any of the screamers at all, and take even one alive, we might be able to get more information about Gristle Spit. This fear of presumably his followers have something to prevent them from going mad, and we might also get more information about the structure to the north near the lake, for which we now have a key. We could always wait outside by the structure uh, near the lake. I mean, if that's where they're coming coming and going, we could watch that and see if we can ambush someone there. There's a lot of options, but at this point, I think we're getting overburdened with options. We need to make decisions. We can either set up traps here, or we can try to ambush somebody at the lake and get information from them regardless. Or we can just go to the Masons, ask them if they have further information. They have been here longer than us. Out of game, both are entirely possible, because only a few of you have the capacity to make traps. Right. And it just so happens that the other team are all charisma-based. Because uh, Billy, your character... Intelligent. Intelligence? Yeah, I'm charisma. Charisma. Yeah. yeah. So, so I could work on the traps. And I can go speak with the mason? Mm-hmm. Who I'm, I'm just saying we can totally, okay. do, we oh, can totally okay. do both. It's right. that, um, the, the, uh, the dwarf Redbeer laughs... And uh, so does his daughter, and uh, they kind of shake their heads and sip their drinks. And the uh, daughter, Lafage, says, You know, I never thought I'd live to see the day where people have too many options for how to fight the screamers. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, that's fine. It's fine. So, we'll, uh, me and, Fer- what's your character's name again? Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Ariston and Pharaoh will uh, work together to put up traps around the warehouse like you wanted, and. Uh, Katrick and uh, Doras uh, will go charm the uh, the other gang. What was the name of the leader of the Masons again? It is High Mason, High Mason Aronson. Aronson, so Dwarven Knight. Dwarven Knight, not to be fucked with. 
And normally it would be probably hard to find a thief stool place, but this is a prison. Literally, yeah. <laughs> every, every other person, we're going to get like improvised, like shank version. Of, yeah. uh, I got some real good thief tools over here, man. <laughs> Don't go over that other time. Don't go over the thieves tools USA. They just, they'll just rip you off. Like that. Like that. Okay, so who wants to go first? Team Talky Talky or Team Rocky Rocky? Uh, Rocky Rocky, since it's just a couple roles, nothing too crazy, I yep. don't think. Mm-hmm. So right. we'll, then we'll leave you guys yeah. to do the talk uh, afterwards. So I'm going to say that a thieves tool is going to run you 16 gold. I can handle that. Okay. Uh, I try to barter with them. Okay. Yeah, that would be a uh, charisma, uh, what was it, convincing... Uh, uh, Persuasion. Persuasion, yeah. Persuasion thank you. Yeah. I was going to say performance. Yeah, persuasion. Convince him with dance. 16. Uh, 16. Cool. Two. Desperate for money. They are desperate for that money. So instead of 16, it's going to go down to eight. Great. So I uh, get, I, I get you, I come back with a kit, toss it towards Pharos and say, uh, it's all to you. Okay. All right. Now you're going to roll it. It's going to be just a uh, straight up, you can roll a dexterity or intelligence roll. Can we support each other? Um, one with dexterity, one with. with you, the, you have a high I'm, intelligence, I'm, right? uh, Yeah, my my dexterity is fine, but my intelligence is like sixteen. Okay, then yeah, you'll get advantage on this. I have a dexterity of nineteen, and this is considered a saving throw. Uh, no, no, this no. is considered a, a check. So this is an active skill roll, right? Yeah, but I mean saving throw in that I get my bon- the bonus from my like I rolled your high and get my dexterity bonus. Correct. Yeah. This is, adva- uh, this is advantage because 17. of me. Oh, yeah. That was without advantage, but yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see which one's yeah. better, though. You might get a 20. 23. Well, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, slightly better. Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. Was that a nat 20 or is that... No, 17. Plus okay, plus. cool. Yeah. Ooh, we're going to have to take out, the t- take out the board again. So I want to see where you put the traps. So what we're doing right now is uh, we are putting several heavy, uh, several heavy crates... Anything that looks like it would hurt when it falls on top of people into a net. And in the middle of this cluster of stuff, we're also putting one of those jars of the uh, fire in a po- uh, fire potions. Yeah. We're also like, putting like Greek fire. Yeah. We're also putting some alcohol in there. So we're hoping for when a person walks into the warehouse, they will see uh, a small little figurine, a tin sol- of a tin soldier, which Ariston is supplying. Uh, also just- called a miniature. Also, he's <laughs> so not a miniature. One of your dolls. Yep. <laughs> it's not a doll. <laughs> they'll note. They'll notice it. They'll walk to investigate it, since it'll be the only thing that seems out of place. And once that happens, one of us is going to drop the rope, drop the crates right on top of the person. It'll shatter. It'll also explode, and they're going to burn alive. Yeah. All right. Uh, can't possibly go wrong. Sweet. And then we'll ask them for questions. <laughs> but he's a dead problem. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. So. Now, Team Talk. Team Talky Talky. What question? When we first came in, what was the name of the officer we originally came to try to find? Uh, Delaire. Delaire, thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow, I cannot believe you remember that. I reviewed the entire podcast yeah. before coming here. There. All right, yeah, so I'm heading off to see High, High Mason Aronson. Okay. The Masons are located in the Watch House, which is a combination barracks, armory, and jail. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very convenient. I walk up to the front door. All right. It is an imposing structure of uh, massive stone walls. 
and uh, parapets atop three-story high uh, enclosures. Uh, there is a large wooden walkway that goes up about 10 feet onto a uh, large stone wraparound porch uh, that looks like it's supposed to be inviting. It looks like it was originally probably a very nice mansion or large home that has been retrofitted with stone and uh, military application to be this jailhouse. There are windows with bars going uh, up all three stories, and there are clear uh, figures on the rooftops with longbows overlooking, four in total, uh, just facing the street that you enter from. There are uh, there are about four uh, men, humans, uh, well, three men, one woman, who are in uh, light armor, leather armor of various makes and uh, stitchings, and they're all standing there milling kind of talking and then they all stand up straighter when you start to approach and the woman steps forward what do you want i need to speak with high mason aaron's son what about violence against a common enemy <laughs> important <edition. laughs> communists <laughs> right okay checks out come with me Okay, you're impending doom <laughs> because that lunch is going to end up killing you. <laughs> the salt intake. <laughs> and she uh, leads you in. Uh, you and Katrick. Uh, and Katrick. Okay, Katrick spent most of the way over there trying to convince Doras to let him ride on his shoulders <laughs> and uh, was, I'm sure, uh, rebuffed for several reasons. Yes. <laughs> Real hot topic that one uh, <laughs> happened once. <laughs> once, once is enough. You shoot a mythological creature in the ass with a magic missile <laughs> once. Uh, all right, and they lead you in, and you are surrounded by all of the the enclosure of the other three soldiers as they escort you in closely, clearly making sure that you understand the situation. Doors open into uh, the large. Um, the large uh, waiting area, which actually, upon entering, looks like an office. Like there's a large desk in the center where uh, a uh, young um, halfling woman is sitting. And uh, she has uh, spiky blonde hair and is wearing uh, casual leather armor. Like it's not like cinched up. It doesn't look like she's ready for combat right away. And she's working on a, uh, she's working on a parchment with some quill. And looks up. What are they here for? They want to see the High Mason. All right. Um, and she brings over, brings over a stone next to her, and then places her palm on it, and it starts to glow. And says, "Uh, yeah, boss. There's two adventurers here to see you." And you hear a booming like, "Let them in!" All right, he'll see you straight on back. Thank you very much. And you are escorted uh, through other offices, all that have been locked down with chains so you cannot open any of the other doors and you realize you're in a bottleneck. And if you tried to invade this area, you would have multiple instances where they could lock the doors uh, on you. And you are led into a far back, uh, far back area that is a rather nice office with a massive stone desk, much nicer than the one in the front. 
high ceilings uh, and uh, lots of barred windows. And sitting in front of you is an intimidating looking uh, shaven headed uh, dwarf in pristine gleaming, gleaming armor. He's a, uh, is a black man with a massive uh, beard that goes into many different knots at the very bottom and it seems to scrape the floor as he stands up and he bows just quickly, doesn't even look at you and then goes back to his desk, flipping two papers. What can I help you with, Champion of the Pit? First, one question. Have we met before? My memory is dodgy currently. Yours too, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like you've been able to keep your head. Ha! <laughs> 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 because the brains. Oh, they're always missing the... They're always missing the brains. <laughs> yes. First, and I do not say this just to make your the emotional level raised, I appreciate your armor. That is some masterful work. Thank you. Uh, Nice horns. What do you need? And no, we've never met before, but I have made a shit ton of gold off of you. You're welcome. When I started coming over here, I thought of perhaps a pretty speech I could give. I don't have time for that, neither do you. That is true. So I'm instead going to tell you the truth. I came to this place not for a crime I had committed, but on a mission. For whatever reason, I had discovered a person, a dragon. What's the name? Dragon? The red? Oh, a purple dragon. uh, The purple dragon, Delar, was missing for many a months. I was charged to come here and find him. We're all innocent men here. Ha. When I came here, I quickly learned that his memory was altered, and I also lost meant several days along with many of my compatriots. We soon discovered the truth that the cause of this was the Draugr mm. taking our memories. Do you know what they do to them? To the memories they take? He snaps up from his table, turns around in military precision and lifts uh, and points to the back of his ear where there is no mark. Never! I can only imagine. And he sits back down. Any of my people find the mark, they find themselves floating in the river. The memories they take, they forge into metal for their personal use. They taint the metal in their profane rituals for their own benefit. I don't come here to make pretty words. I come here for mutual hate. I know of Grundle, Griddle Spit. I know of their headquarters. We have plans currently to kill many and rush in there and kill as many as possible. I come here for two possible things. First, if you can provide any information about these Draugr, I would definitely appreciate it. Increasing our chances of killing as many of these monsters as possible. Number two, I could use a good axe at my side. All right. Throughout all of this, by the way, uh, uh, Katrick was like, 
providing a soundtrack. He's like, <laughs> are you hype manning? <laughs> he was totally hype manning. Like, he's no good at speeches, but he's good at putting on a show. <laughs> so he was like providing backing, like vocals. And like, when, when like Doros got like all fired up, he's like literally standing and fighting like <laughs> flickering flames. All and, right. Yeah. So Doros, give me a persuasion roll mm-hmm. uh, at advantage. Yes. All right. <laughs> that is what Katrick was doing. That, Two ones. <laughs> no, no, not that bad. Two, uh, Eleven. Oh, jeez. Even you know with what? advantage. I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Twelve. Yes. <laughs> Solid. All right. With Did you get any advantages with uh, the hype man over here? That yeah, was the advantage. That was the advantage, oh. yeah. He rolled twice and it was still not yeah, a It was great still roll. not great. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. How dare you? No. Well, luckily, it's not like a... You just didn't get the, the result you wanted. It okay. doesn't mean you... Yeah, yeah. They're not going to attack you. All right? You got my attention. I'm going to need information. Where are you attacking these things? The current plan is to set several traps at a warehouse we know they're going to gather soon. What warehouse? There are a lot of warehouses. Redbeards. Why are they going to Redbeards? Fuck. <laughs> he says behind his massive table with armed people all around him <laughs> and it occurs to you you're in a mafia don's home <laughs> i really want you to say that you fuck. <laughs> 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 ah, fuck okay all oh, right well that's it set the room on fire <laughs> run <laughs> <laughs> as me and fira started working on this draft fira stops says you think I should have won. I'm like, nah. <laughs> what are they going to do? Well, they can't handle it. Who can? <laughs> Cut to us running. <laughs> We've made new enemies. We've made new enemies. Ictor sort of looks up at Doros. We had learned we had an ally who was enslaved to the Draugr, who were helping us in order to destroy them. Enslaved? Yes. What do you mean enslaved? Forced to work with them until they could find a way to destroy them. Who was working with them? Redbeard. You don't say. Hmm. I feel like you're breaking all the prison rules, man. <laughs> yeah. What happens to Smithers? <laughs> By the way, we're going to... Favreau does. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah. So the trap's going to be at uh, Redbeard's Emporium. Yep. He has provided all the information necessary to kill as many Draugr as possible. Hmm. He lights a pipe. Considers it. Looks at the smoke. Hmm. And you want some of my uh, people to help you? It's a possibility. No. No possibilities. Look at me. I run this fucking town, Hornhead. I do. You don't come to me. You don't come to my home and then give me possibilities and ask for sword. I've thought these things. I've looked in their eyes. I've smelt them. They've killed countless of my people. I run Weiloon. You want whores? I got them. You want drugs? I got them. But every night, these things take a little bit more of the stuff that I earned. 
you don't come to me with maybe. Maybe winds up in the river. I don't care what you did with your fists in the pit. That's bullshit joke intended. All you did was smack around some poor sons of bitches that needed more money. I don't give you a sword. You give me yours. So, tell you what. I'll send some of the boys with you. Then, we'll help you with whatever fucking scheme you've got. Then, then with whatever information you've got, you and your people come back here. We talk it out. And then you sign up. Because I always need more. See, they've been taking things away from me. Bit by bit. You, you and your friends just walked in. I look at you and I see something else I can take from them. You say that Redbeard betrayed us? You go there to save him and his daughter's life. You die? So do they. What's it going to be? So out of character. Mm -hmm. Just so I get what's happening here. Because I <laughs> fucked up. So I go. They bring them in. in. Mm -hmm. They're going to give you help. They're going to give me help. Mm -hmm. uh, we, If we perhaps save the day. For, mm -hmm. Or at least get the information we want. Mm -hmm. We go back to him. Mm -hmm. And I work for him now. You join, you join his gang. Okay. And if I die, they're mm -hmm. going to kill Red Beer and Daughter. Mm -hmm. Okay. If, if you suddenly uh, escape into the night, they're going to kill Redbeard and Daughter. Yeah. That, that seems he didn't be. say that? Yeah, but it was implied, I think. Yeah. Oh, in case you're thinking of running. Oh, not <laughs> me. Not in case you're thinking of hoofing it. He's <laughs> <laughs> got tons of guys. <laughs> I see where he's the leader. <laughs> Anybody who runs is as good as dead in my eyes. We'll find you. I'll burn the pit to the ground. I'll do it. I've always got more people willing to bare-knuckle brawl for money. I'll make sure it's full of my whores. You'll hear their screams no matter where you run. Do we have a deal or not, hero? Very well. We have a deal. Goddamn. See, I thought about being an adventurer when I was younger. <laughs> but then I got thrown in here for... Totally innocuous circumstances. All right. I'll send a couple of the guys with you. <laughs> guys are worthless. The women on my team, they'll fuck people up. <laughs> Dismiss. I turn around and walk away. That went... <laughs> as I'm leaving the building. Yeah. Uh, the other guys around me, or the guys uh, there are four with you. Yeah. Okay. Then I say nothing. I just walk. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. You yep. got four people with you. Katrick does his best to befriend them as as we walk back. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's doing little magic tricks for them. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
don't kill us. That went very differently than I had previously imagined. Then I realized, wait, mob boss. I, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. It was great though. You didn't, you didn't blow it. You yeah. got what you wanted. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, it's a slightly steeper price than you expected to pay. And yep. now you're part of a ever expanding. <laughs> you are in the, the ground <laughs> Once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> what do I got to do to get you into this gang? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. And so you uh, are on your way to returning. Uh, Mr. Uh, Pimpfire and Ariston, anything else you want to do? While you are setting up your traps that are definitely going to work with this plot that is absolutely foolproof. No. no. I think we're good to go. We're, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. All right. So, Dehras and Katrick return with four large men in leather armor, all swinging uh, halberds mm. with them. All human. Who are these guys? Allies in the fight. They, uh, you don't have to roll. Tell them to step there. (laughs) They all look like extras from The Sopranos. Like, they're, like, sneering and kind of joking with each other and looking around like, look at this bullshit. (laughs) Hey, look at that nice fucking box. What happened to that fucking box? Probably this bull guy fell into it. Am I right? (laughs) 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 I love this guy. Look at this fucking guy. Bird boy, check this. Hey, bird boy. Hey, uh, say, um... This is bullshit. And Katrick like kind of like squares up, like puffs himself. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this. Pharaoh's like, I didn't know he could do that. <laughs> yeah, he's what, a perfect mimic. Sides? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a perfect mimic. He, like whenever he like says something, it's the exact perfect mimicry of something mm-hmm. he heard before. Oh, uh, that's amazing. What All was right. per- uh, what did it cost? <laughs> I, I look towards uh, <laughs> Cut to Duras. <laughs> I look towards Duras. Note the hesitation, and I look towards uh, Katrick. What did it cost these uh, men? He uh, Katrick is going to perfectly mimic what uh, <laughs> the what the what the mob boss said about like uh, us working for him, basically. Well, me, I'm the only one that works for him. Yeah, well, yeah, Duras. Like he 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 literally spouts out mm-hmm. the exact same words in the exact voice. Yeah, when uh, he gets to the point where he's like, you know, if they die, they die. I'm like, well, you can always run. And if you're thinking about running, <laughs> oh, this guy's good. Pharaoh, without looking up from putting fine tune on the, the trap, says, I think you'll fit in with that crew. <laughs> One of the mob- it was a good choice. <laughs> One of the mob guys taps the other and motions to Katrick. Yo, he was wearing a wire? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where are y'all hiding as the night... Uh, Rolls on. I mean, actually, so really uh, Ferris needs to be in the rafters because you're you have the you're controlling the rope. Right. I will put myself behind uh, this giant box. I'll be behind the other giant box. All right. The night rolls on, and you all wait, wait with bated breath. So you have four guys with you. Call them Thug 1 through 4. Do they have names? No. No, 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 no. Who is doing lookup? Probably yeah. me. Um, well, you need to be yeah. the one uh, handling the... Uh, so we need someone outside doing lookout. Oh. Because we have your... It's Smokey, yeah. Okay, cool. And Smokey can alert me. 
about cool. like pine the roof. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, roll Smokey's Perception. Oh, yeah. Difficulty's going to be 15. Yeah, you haven't used your inspiration, right? Nope. Yeah. Jesus did. So there's the his, his, so there's an extra inspiration on the board. Yours? I think mine, yeah, I haven't used mine. Can they... The Panther Smokey gets advantage for smell-based perception? Like too high up? Okay. 16. Got it. Cool. All right, Smokey, you uh, noticed through Smokey's eyes, you can share senses, is that right? No. Okay. Like, I could just sort of tell Smokey to, like, let me know when okay. people are coming. Yep. And he paused... Uh, like, on the roof yep. or whatever. Gently. And you hear pawing. And then you hear the crunch of gravel in front of the... In front of the warehouse. I'm and gonna stay hidden, then. Mm-hmm. And there is multiple, there are multiple footsteps coming. You would guess half a dozen, ten, maybe twelve. And they are, uh, they are trudging. It is not a gentle step. It is a boom, boom, boom. And you hear the clang of some metal and armor as they get closer. And then they all stop. And you can hear them all line up at the door. And then you hear the slow and distinct sound of metal weapons being dragged down the outside of the warehouse. First it's one, and then it's two, and then it's six, until finally you cannot tell what the numbers are, because the echo of the metal on metal starts to ring throughout the hollow interior of the warehouse. And then... All at once, it stops. And slowly the door, the doors swing open, both. And you notice, first, there is no light from outside. All the torches have been snuffed. There is nothing but the moonlight and stars above to offer any sort of luminescence or illumination. And you see in front of you, eight Durger held down with weapons, wearing wearing the exact same armor, metal armor with leather straps, wicked hooks on either side of their pauldrons. They have armor around their forearms with more studs and hooks. And they have bracers on their legs of leather, that are uniform and boring. But their boots, their boots themselves are made of metal with wicked spikes on the front and faces, flesh stretched over them in horrible, perpetual screams. Jesus. Jesus. Talk about a pair of souls. (laughs) (laughs) God. I said that out loud. I'm a dad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and you. See these in front of you. The bloody hell. For those listening in, uh, we're seeing some. What is it? What? Durgar. Durgar, but just crazy. Meth dwarves. Durgar. Yeah, meth dwarves. Meth dwarves. Yep. 
Yeah, those are the dwarves that stayed in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to all our Alabama listeners. Oh, God, oh, we feel for you. Um, all right, so Florida dwarves roll in. Uh, <laughs> Florida dwarves! Florida dwarves! <laughs> yeah, instead Nobody of, make that game. Please. Instead of Florida, Florida man in D&D, it's Florida dwarf. Mm-hmm. It's just always, there's always a bard song called Florida dwarf strikes again. <laughs> All right. And they start to walk in slowly. I need everybody to give me a stealth roll for those yeah. of you who are stealthing. Oh yeah, boy. stealthing the fuck out of this one. Let's see. 18. Seriously? All right, 11. I got a 12. 17. Okay. I rolled originally a 19. And then right, I so had to roll a disadvantage. So what did you guys roll? All, uh, starting from my left? 11. 11. 19. 19. Oh, I forgot uh, I rolled a disadvantage because of my armor. One yep. second. Uh, <laughs> not second one. roll is a nat 20. Oh, not 20. Nice. <laughs> oh. But the first roll was a 12. Okay. Uh, uh, you take yeah, your, so, yeah, you take yeah, the yeah, lowest. Take the yeah, yeah. So 12. Ah, you would have nailed it. I would. Yeah. Like yeah. 17. Yeah. 17. All right. And what about Smokey? 17 also. Great. Okay. So. The Durger all enter. So you notice as they enter, the small amount of light that does uh, come from the sky and from the windows catches on a particular color scheme, which is bronze and gold and dark blue and jet black that adorns the shields, swords, and armor and faces of the Durger. Hmm. They all walk in. I'm not going to move the uh, things yet. They look around, and one of them sees... One of them sees the uh, small figurine and marches towards it. Uh, and they walk in and they all spread out, single file, flanking each other. And the one Draugr marches towards the small figurine, lifts up a massive, horrified, faced, faced boot, and steps on it. I'd say that's a good... You son of a bitch! It's <laughs> a collector's item! <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to so, drop the hammer. <laughs> yep. Okay. Cool. We are going to now roll for initiative. Yeah. Woo! God damn it. 11. 11 my number. I think I've rolled 11 yeah, for every 11 roll too. so far today. All right. I'm going to be a quick and get a three. Is there a button? Okay. There it is. Yeah. Is this considered a surprise, though, where, like, the trap goes off first and then we roll initiative? Um, yeah. The trap will go off and then everybody's going to roll initiative. Okay, cool. Do we have an advantage then? You do not, because not all of you made the stealth roll, so they know that there are people there. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, I got 19. Okay. Nice. Uh, all right, so you drop the hammer. How much damage? Uh, uh, let's see. You have uh, you have one of the mage's fires in there, so that is a d10. Um, and whatever crates, I don't know, a couple hundred pounds of crates. Yeah. We, 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 we loaded this baby up, and then those crates are also doused with alcohol, so this is going to give a little bit more oomph to everything. Okay, so I'm going to roll a, a saving throw for the Durger, but this is going to be at a disadvantage, because... Oh, if we set him on fire, Katrick, you can make fires bigger. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I can spread. Yeah. I, can, I can make fire spread. Wow, this, this trap has turned out better and better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, we don't need the paint cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a little the, urchin boy is like, oh, yeah. yeah I think well, the way the trap is. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way the trap is supposed to work, their difficulty to avoid it is whatever you got on your roll to set it up. Yeah. Which was like twenty three, I think. So. Yeah, we we rolled twenty three. So, right. yeah. yeah, so, so these so these are yeah. good traps, hard to avoid. Okay, so I'm gonna roll in front of y'all. A three. Okay, hmm. close. Just twenty close. shy. Just twenty shy. Fortunately, his dexterity bonus is twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, run or worship them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys need more faces? <laughs> <laughs> we got faces. <laughs> All right, we so, all have to return to the four goons. <laughs> <laughs> Join right, a whoa, new whoa. gang. Whoa, 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 whoa. We are distinctly, brings out a contract, faceless thugs. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but they want Italian shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's funny and offensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's stereotypical. Um, all right, so roll a D10 plus a D, plus 2D6. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. There, do you want to do it? Yeah, yeah. I, got the, I got these. Plus 2D6, and then they're going to catch on fire. Woo! Oh, that was terrible. Seven. Okay. Seven. And there is a crash. As, uh, there's a crash as the first, uh, Dwerger is, um, lit aflame. Yes. Um, now everybody will they be able to target those of us who are Still hidden? No, they only noticed the ones who failed the roll. The difficulty was fifteen. Okay, so so if we got above fifteen, mm-hmm. we're still hidden. Cool. Okay, so we're rolling initiative now. Yes. So Ariston got nineteen. Katrick got eighteen. Yep. Dehras got three, three, and Pharaoh got eleven, and then Smokey. Smokey, it's just Dex, right? Mm-hmm. Got eighteen. Nice work. All right, and I'm going to roll for. Oh man, I really wish I. This is why you. This is why you mix up all of the uh, monsters so that you can keep initiative. That being said, I'm going to roll for initiative for all of them at once. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going. I to feel like anything more than four bad guys, it's a huge pain to track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Or if you want, you could do uh, f- uh, four and four, so we don't take eight. Damn eight attacks at one uh, each. That's a good point. So four, yeah, uh, like do groups. Yeah, um, like the four to the the uppermost. Four yeah, or if there are any that are like not mooks that are like captains or whatever, like they might get their one initiative roll. And we have to roll for our mooks. Yeah. Oh yeah, our mooks still haven't uh, rolled initiative. Uh, uh yeah. I rolled a nineteen for them. All right. Wow. Mooks, mooks got a code nineteen. Unless nice. they have a, de- a dexterity, which no. No, I'm assuming they this plus zero minus zero. Oh, Jesus. Top guys, you—they must really want you for their game. Oh yeah, yeah. That's okay, so it's going to be Dwerger thugs or Dwerger, and then the shinies are going to be the ones that I put little gold on. Right, uh, the ones that I brought. So from the top of the round, I can't believe this. Thugs and Ariston. Okay, so what am I hiding behind right here? It seems like to be a giant cube. Um, it's a large. It's crates stacked on top of crates. Okay. So this is a little bit different than how the spell usually works, but mm-hmm. thunder uh, wave. All right. If I were to step a ba- a back a mm-hmm. little bit and then just do a thunder wave against these these crates, could I send it out towards these people like missiles or not missiles? But you could only do that to topple it over if they were on the other side. Yeah. 
What's oh. the, uh, what's Otherwise, the I mean, because you're describing some higher level spells that do do that? Because it's a 15 foot cube originating from cube. you, make a con. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your. Yeah. So 15 that's your foot. Template. So. Okay, so they're not close to me. No. no. You'd have, you'd have to, I think you'd have to take a step forward to hit them with that. Alright, how many steps can I go forward? I have, uh, my. Each square is five, and your movement rate is whatever. 30. 30, 30 so you so, can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to take a step. So, so 25, one, 30, 20, 20, not 15, that bunch. They're officially thunderstruck. Three. I can hit these three? Yeah. Great. So I'm going to do a thunder, uh, thunder wave. Thunder, thunder, thunder so wave. So Ariston walks out, twirls his blade, and then just slams it into the ground, and a massive booming wave of energy just erupts from him. And so what they're going to have to do is... Uh, they must make a constitution uh, constitution saving throw. On a failed roll, it creates a 2d8 thunder, uh, thunder damage, and it pushes them back 10 feet. Uh, on a successful, uh, the creatures take half that damage, and it is pushed back. Okay. And you're saved. All right, so how much damage did you do? Uh, it depends on if they made the constitution roll. Yep. Okay. So, that's a thir- so they have to make a 13 constitution mm-hmm. uh, roll. Uh, that's three of them. Yeah. And if okay. they do, uh, if they don't make it, they fly back it's, and take... Yes, they fly back 10 feet and take 2d8. Alright, shiny number one, and the difficulty is what? It's 13. Shiny does not... Shiny number one does not make it, so he takes how much damage? Uh, 13. 13? Okay. And it's pushed back 10 feet. So... So two squares. One. So he's like, one... Up against the wall. Uh, second makes it. So he takes half of that, so seven. So seven? Okay. So he makes this, this guy's up. So mm-hmm. Yep. And then the third one makes it. Alright, so, so these seven two and take seven. Uh, no, actually, they take six and it's rounded down. Oh, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. So seven points. Oh, six points, sorry. Okay, cool. Alright. Boom! There is a earth shattering explosion from Ariston's sword as he strikes it into the stone floor of the Redbeard. Uh, shipping and containment facility, and it says any uh, any unsecured objects that are comp- uh, within the area are automatically pushed back ten feet. All right, so one of them failed, so he is pushed back. Yeah, he's up against the wall there. Okay, good deal. All right, that was Ariston. Nice work. Nice area of attack spell right there. Um, and yeah, now it's the mooks. The mooks. Mook patrol. Shockingly, yes. They are on top. They well worth their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well worth Dorasa's eternal service. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Small price to pay. All right, they're going to sprint in a wave, all yelling. Let's get them! Go for the cock! <laughs> <laughs> the more Vinny. I hear about this, the less Devros wants to work. With. <laughs> <laughs> Go for the. God. It's going to be bad bull jokes 24-7. Oh, <laughs> no. All right, 18. Smokey and Katrick. Sweet. I think Smokey's probably going to use his turn just getting back down from the roof. Yep. So Katrick is going to move forward, climb up on one of the nearby crates using about 25 feet of his movement to get close enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got 120 feet range on the spell that's going to cast, which is Scorching Ray. Scorching Ray lets you hit up to three targets, yep. so he is aiming at those three guys there, which I believe are the same ones that got hit by the trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this guy, this guy, this guy. Okay. 
So I basically just cast it, make three attack rolls, uh, and if they yeah. hit, they take damage. If I don't hit, they take no damage. That's basically just what it is. No saving throws or nothing. Man, you all the elemental AOE spells. Yeah, yeah awesome. it's not it's not AOE. It's speci- it's three specific targets. Okay. Or I could cast is, all three bolts on one, or two on one, or one on the other. This is but why he wanted to rest. Bolts. Yeah, it's it's three bolts. Uh, so let's uh, do the first attack. Uh, we'll take them from, uh, I guess, from the GM's left, middle, and then right. So first attack is a twenty-five, which mm-hmm. I'm going to assume hits. I'll Just do, got him. Yeah, I'll do that. Da- I'll do damage <laughs> once. Uh, once. Uh, so that's the first attack. Second attack is a twelve, which I'm assuming does not hit. Nope. And third attack is another twenty-five. So two of them hit. Wow. Okay. The two that hit are the two on the sides. Uh, the one in the middle does not. And they take first one takes, huh? Well, five possibly, but I might I might spend a a a, a sorcery point to reroll damage. We'll see. Let me see how much okay. the second one does. Nine. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna spend one of my sorcery points, which lets me reroll up to my charisma modifier in dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna reroll three of those dice. So for this one, I rolled a six and a three. I'm gonna reroll. Uh, one of those, these are the eights and the sixes that I'm rolling, so I'm just going to roll it here. So six plus, six plus six is 12 points of damage to the one over there on the right. Okay, and the other one, I'm just doing a full reroll of both dice. Uh, the other one takes, uh, yeah, that is, uh, six on the other one. So 12 on that one, six on the, not the middle one, other one, that one, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh. And and the last and the last uh, bolt just flies wild. All right, cool. All right, so and that I was spent, Katrick. Well I done. Spent one of my sorcery points. Let me mark that well down. Well done. And next up is oh, it's the baddies. Are we the particular the shinies? Yeah, are we the baddies? <laughs> yeah, fifteen is next to the shinies. The shinies are all going to look around. Uh, some of them wounded, hate in their eyes. They all look at each other and vanish. We win! Now it is on to Pharaoh. All right. Um, I'm. How much? The the one who got trapped. Mm-hmm. Um. Got damaged a little bit, and is still a little bit on fire. Mm-hmm. And next round, he's going to be damaged more, and then next round... Huzzah! Okay, uh, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on him mm-hmm. as my uh, bonus spell, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then from the rafters, try to shoot him in the face. Love it! Oh, and they have not acted yet this turn. Yeah, these... these the guys. slow ones. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah the slow the, ones. Okay. The... the Gray shoulders. Cool. Yeah, gray shoulders. So Thank for you. this first attack of combat, I get an advantage against okay. them because they've not yet acted. Mm-hmm. 23. Just got him. Just got him. Oof, just, yeah. God, thank just God. Got okay. Um, so because of favored enemy and hunter's mark, mm-hmm. that is 2d6 plus 6. Nice. Nice. Jeez. Yikes. All right. Bam! He's grievously wounded. Nice. Just an arrow comes whistling out of the darkness of the rafters. Okay. And that is your action. That, the gray shoulders, go at nine. 
are also going to disappear. Uh, Son of a bitch. Not into this at all. However, the one on fire does not turn invisible. His body does go invisible. Slowly, he... Yeah, he basically disappears, and then the fire does not, and slowly from the center of him, growing out, is his visible form once again, as he screams Oh, it's like the predator on fire. That's awesome. So Um, he is still there. Okay. And he wasted his turn trying to go invisible, like a bitch. (laughs) So... Question. Oh shit! Yeah, Drogard can. That is like one of the things they can do. Old old school D anD D lore is like slowly filtering back. It's like, oh shit! Right, Drogard well, can do that. The visible dwarves. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're basically like. Don't like, spoil it. Yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're just hateful dwarves, mm-hmm. and they have certain abilities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Told us they have they're hateful dwarves, and they have certain abilities. Mm-hmm. They have certain skills <laughs> that they've honed over a long time. Skills that they will use to beat our fucking asses. <laughs> In an unrelated note, I run away. <laughs> unrelated note, uh, were there any windows? That would be amazing if you're like, unrelated note, I cover myself in cauliflower and four-leaf clovers. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, no reason. Good. No Good. reason. Here comes it's just a thing I do. It's on my character sheet. <laughs> it's on my character sheet. All right, Duras. Great. Bringing up the rear. <laughs> nice. All right. So I'm going to stomp forward my... F- Maybe. Mm-hmm. They're... Okay. So they're Semi- invisible. Semi turn. Oh, I assume they're invisible. I'm looking mm-hmm. at that. Uh, spend one slot. Put up that cauliflower thing. I'm going to step forward <laughs> my f- my full 30. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Bless uh-huh. on me, Pharaoh, and Ariston. Cool. Everyone gets an extra D4 to add to the saving throws and attacks. Nice. Sweet. Nice. Wait, D4 to, for to damage reason. or to attack roll? Attack rolls. Attack roll's not damage. That's killer. But it's still nice, yeah. Bless, really bless, nice. bless is super useful mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Alright, and they, uh, the glowing light of uh, Darhas's god flows through him, and you smell the uh, scent of sulfur and phosphorus, and you hear the lingering sound of gong, gong, gong of a hammer on an anvil. And all of you glow a little. I'm pretty into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, not great for stealth, but I'm into it. Uh, no, the, the glow's more flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be awful. Uh, God right. damn it! <laughs> You've been blessed. <laughs> you over there, the halfling, yeah. the one hiding. <laughs> Show your pretty face. I'm like, I'm like covered in twigs and like mud streaked over my face, camouflage. And then here comes Minotaur and just like covers you in glitter. <laughs> the Minotaur looks around at his thug friends. When I join you, he is the weakest. <laughs> We should wear his face on our shoes. I don't think you understand which gang we're from. I get confused. <laughs> He's my brothers. You are harmed. He's my first gang. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So top of the round um, is Ariston and Thugs. Okay, so I don't see where these guys are, but right now I'm, I'm predicting they went invisible. Yeah. Yes. So what I'm going to do? Yeah, you can actually roll a kind as a free. Oh, as a free action. As a free. And because action. one of them is on fire, you can kind of mm-hmm. yeah assume. Yeah, especially twenty-two. If, yeah, Durger can apparently go invisible. I shout, they're invisible. I'm taking two steps forward. Get me out of this nice because there was a couple that was around there when they vanished. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they didn't just run at this point. So I'm away from people. Good. I'm activating thunder, uh, thunder 
Thunder. Thunder wave again. Okay. I can do that twice, right? I have two I have two spell slots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yep. I don't know if I hit anything. I just assume they might be invisible around me, ready to stab oh, me in the back. Oh, that's going to be so scary. It's like, they're all surrounding you. And <laughs> yep. like, okay. So I drag my blade forward, it cutting through the stone like it's butter, and then suddenly I rip it out and just... <laughs> yep. Another explosion of thunder around me to see okay. if there's anybody around me. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a it's not a roll, so... It, yeah, it, they make a constitution yeah, they, have, they have to make a constitution versus 13. versus 13, yeah. You hear the impact of uh, two bodies go slam against the wall. Uh, how much damage does it do? Uh, and this is full damage? Yes. Wow, uh, 13 again. Nice. 13 for both of them. If they actually hit. Uh, six if they didn't. Did they slam it into anybody or into any walls? Or can we kind of figure out where like they hit a crate or anything like that? You just hear them... Uh, like basically just uh, hit, the, hit the wall or hit the dirt away from you. Okay. But I've also said that it's very dark there, so I'm not going to allow a, a perception roll. Understandable. So we, okay. need, we need light. Yep. And I am out of spells for that. Gee. Uh, that did... Uh, b- by the way, great. Great work there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To uh, go against invisible dwarves with uh, knife hands or whatever the hell it is they're using nowadays. <laughs> Alright. Cool. You're so not thugs. You're not getting my face. Yep. Thugs are going to run. Run. And look around. I mean, there's one visible right there. They oh, yeah, stab. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Just saying. <laughs> they're just, they're just mob <laughs> rules. Like, it's like, sorry, buddy. Your visibility rule failed. Everyone else is, I guess, you're, yep. you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they are going to stab at him. Uh, that's going to be two rolls, both with advantage, because they're yeah. buddies. They're going to be helping each other mm-hmm. out, yeah? Wow, okay. One rolled a 19. Nice. The other rolled a nat 20. Tuh. Can we play these guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know what? Maybe I, we should feel, join this game. Yeah, exactly. I'm feeling better about joining this game every moment. Like, hey, Louie, well, you're doing really good. good. Well, the benefits are just, uh, my teeth feel good. Yeah. My body feels <laughs> good. You know, I just feel fulfilled. I'm hitting nat 20s, like every day. <laughs> when the boss takes care of you, you take care of yourself, and you take care of business. <laughs> also, equal opportunity. Yeah. Pays for some of my schooling. It's like Starbucks, but with murder. <laughs> Starbucks. Stab bucks! Stab bucks! Wow. That's fast. Alright. Uh, okay, so they're going to do. They're going to do a D8 worth of damage. This guy gets stabbed to death. <laughs> I mean, they all have scimitars, so they just start hacking at him, and it's a brutal. It's, it's just, office space. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, three scimitars and a bag full of doorknobs. <laughs> oh, fuck. We all know who was the D20 on that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> three scimitars and a bag full of doorknobs. It's totally going to be the name of this episode. Oh, shit. All right. That was real good. Yep. Okay. <laughs> So that was Thugs and Arista. And now on to Katrick yeah. and Smokey. Alright, well, Katrick no longer has any targets, and most of his spells either just set things on fire, but it's the floor. He still needs targets. So, seeing as he has no target, he's going to try and hide. Or, option, we do need some light. Yeah, somebody yelled out, like, we need light. 
then I, I will gladly uh, create a bonfire uh, somewhere. I cannot see them. I could use some. <laughs> I set them in a tarn fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fireball up the bunghole. No. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I could still. I can move. I can't yeah, hide yeah. if I cast that. So that's fine. All right. So I'm going to stay where I am and create a bonfire with my range on that 60 feet. All right. So a bonfire <laughs> just springs up right there. <laughs> Um, I am going to need you, however. Yeah, it is a concentration. It is a concentration thing, so keep that in mind. Um, All right, I'm going to need you to roll me a luck die. Sure, because you are casting it right next to where a crate full of of flammable liquids oh, landed. No. If you want to say that wasn't on purpose, you can. <laughs> but frankly, this is the trick, and you probably aim for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can actually take this back. Looking at this, you are a fire master. You know this might yeah, might yeah catch yeah. on fire. Um, is a, are any of our allies in the area just of the, where the... Just the thugs. No, he said, they, he said allies. No, yeah. there's the thugs <laughs> that you know. No, frankly, the thugs are kicking ass, and yeah. I don't want to... Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to intimidate them, because, I, frankly, they're the biggest threat in this battlefield right now. Yeah, if you killed... Imagine if you set them on fire, and their skin melted, and it was like TI-80. <laughs> <laughs> a, a bunch of Terminators. Yeah, it's uh, So, in that case... Yo, what the fuck is this? So you went by a four by four or two by two square, um, which is where the explosive barrel landed. Any mm. square, one square around that would still might be flammable. Right. Any squares aside from the outside of that, so two or more squares outside of that that radius. So if I cast my spell, okay, yeah. So so I I cast it just outside uh, the range where the flammable liquid is, <laughs> grudgingly, <laughs> just because I don't want to I don't want to hurt our 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 mooks. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. So there is now like there is a bonfire. It is a uh, until the spell ends, the magic bonfire fills a five foot cube. If there were any creatures standing on it, they would have to take damage. I'm assuming there were no invisible Durgar standing That'd be there. Hilarious, but no. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's just it. Uh, and yeah, I guess I'll stay where I am. There's not much else I can do. So, but there is now light. Okay. All right, so that was Katrick. Nice work, Katrick. And then it goes to Smokey. I'm going to... Uh, now, quick thing. Smokey, uh, I just looked it up. Invisible uh, people, you cannot use vision to try to find them. But smelling. Smell. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cool. So I am going to ask... I mean, I, yeah. Smokey's going to sniff them out. Is that like a free action or a simple action? So like a perception roll? It's a perception roll. Yep. Boom. 26. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a perception plus six with advantage on smell rolls. That's not bad. This is what an animal companion should do. Did you roll a net 20? Um, oh. Must have. Shit, I didn't look. It just said 26 and it's plus six. So it must have been a net 20. Yeah, net okay. 20. Boom. So he knows exactly. Yeah. So he knows where two of them are. So, and I'm up in the rafters. Yes. Oh, you're up in the, the rafter rafter, so you climbed up there. Yeah. Okay. No so that mind. I could do mm-hmm. the trap. But one could definitely be... Climbing up towards you. Yeah, or yeah. like, because there's chains and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, then I'm going to have... Uh, fuck it. Yeah, Smokey's going to attack the one that's coming up on me. Sound good? Oh, yeah. Cool. I'm down. You're down? I'm fucking down to Chinatown. Um, Let's do this. Okay. I could finally bust out my, my Durgers. Y'all, yeah. I've been waiting for this. 
to wait and have them all go invisible so everybody can be like, what? And I was like, really glad that Dan didn't remember their powers until now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't have done any of you know, yeah. I would have kept that knowledge out of character, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it just hit me like, oh shit, right, they can't do that. Um, okay, I'm going to have Smokey rush toward it with a claw attack. Mm-hmm. Do it. Um, and because Smokey has plenty of movement for that, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of a <laughs> To get up speed. <laughs> and then... He's going to take a couple laps. Yep. Like really just, no, just like one, yeah. you know, one large arc. And also to come at him from an unexpected angle. Okay, mm-hmm. so attack. Yeah, if you've ever seen a cat pounce, it was, it was that 17. moment, that little butt wiggle. Yep. <laughs> yeah, 17. Claw uh, attack. Holy shit. Yeah, you made it. Yeah. That was, yeah, you okay. just made it. Uh, now that target must succeed on a DC-12 strength saving throw or be knocked from. Okay. Please fail. <laughs> this is the, my favoritest thing that my Panther can do. DC, how much? What's 12. 12. 12. The, the difficulty's only 12, so. Okay. I feel like Durgar probably have a high strength thing, but. They're all right. That one. Yes! <laughs> okay. Um, so, he gets knocked prone. And Smokey gets a free bite attack on him. Which is going to look amazing to all of us who can't see this. It's like, yeah. what is your cat doing? <laughs> like, cats on PCP! Cats on I mean, or just like, what cats do. Which yeah, is like, a, apparently yeah. attack ghosts. <laughs> just, just caught a moth. It's not even fighting the fight right now. Yeah. All this time we've thought, like, oh, can, can cats see ghosts? Like, they're seeing invisible people. No. People in your homes, when your cat is just staring at something, there's a fucking invisible meth dwarf in your... <laughs> <laughs> in your home, <laughs> watching you. So now, uh, Smokey gets a bite roll with advantage, uh, and got a twelve. Okay. What's I don't know what the AC is. Probably uh, higher. Sixteen. 12. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So the bite. Um, so Smokey bites down hard, and there's a clung. Yep. And that is. And now, yeah, the creature is prone. Mm-hmm. So it'll have to spend an action to stand up. To stand up. Yep. Or just fight on the ground. Yep. Isn't it's standing up? Option. Isn't it half of your movement just stand up? Or half of, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I forget how it works. Uh, yeah. I think, it's I think probably it harder if you have a panther on top <laughs> yeah. of you. Yeah. I'm so glad that I found a cat. <laughs> That's <laughs> mid pounds. Like <laughs> <laughs> right. running out of the night. So that is Smokey. Yeah. Hot dog, Smokey. All right, and that was Smokey and Katrick, and so now it is on to Florida Dwarfs. Steel pans in the deep. I like how Aristotle's All right, like so there. you're, where are you right now, Katrick? No uh, reason? I am, I am on top of some crates right there, but I am yeah, in, in plain view. I've been throwing fireballs and mm. bringing up, because somebody, uh, I'm sure completely innocently and with no intention of uh, getting the, the bird killed, uh, told me to not stealth and instead just create more light. My ass is so. still sore, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so the shinies. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, it's been nice playing with you all. I knocked some down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One appears behind you. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's a thing. And there is a rumble as it, as it, um, <laughs> it's uh, going to strike. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as it strikes, there is a uh, there is a rumbling, and from uh, the area just below, 
your uh, where you're you're hiding the vantage points on top of some crates. There is the same kind of motion where a Durger uh, is visible again from the center out, but doesn't stop at its own skin as it releases this bellowing, hateful roar. What? That's good. And a giant Durger erupts from nothing and is going to take a swing at Katrick with an assistance from the other Durger. That's fair. That's fair. So so Durger can do that, too. That's nice. Durger Uh, can turn invisible and and become giants. Yep. That is OP. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. That I, I kept that one to myself. Can I they remember that one simultaneously? Because that would be OP. Yeah. <laughs> Invisible Giant. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I like it your way, narratively. That's yeah. the name of my indie band. But don't worry, guys. They need to take a short or long rest to do it again. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Wow. That's great. Wow, that's, that's great. great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what is your uh, AC? Uh, it is 14. Don't forget, you got blessed. You're oh. blessed. Oh, you, uh... I'm, I'm blessed too? All right, in that case, so how's that work? Wait, no, no, that doesn't no, work for AC. Yeah. Oh, Just yeah. only saving throws. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So well, never mind. So fourteen saving throw versus death is a saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I want to apologize, but go for the mage is a tried and true. No, no, this is fair. I am. This I am. I am tactically accurate. Yeah. I am. I am a glass cannon. So yeah. So rolls this twice. Uh huh. Uh huh. And kills the sorcerer. So that is a fifteen or. Oh no! Not twenty. Yeah, no, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There oh, it is. Oh boy. Okay. So yeah. nat twenty, which means uh, it does double its double dice. dice yeah. yeah, just double, just dice. double dice. Yeah, just double dice. Normally no it's one d eight, but when you are enlarged, it is two d eight. So he does four d eight. Oh god. Forty eight plus two. Yep. Forty eight plus two. Make uh, it happen. Okay. Roll this in front of you guys. Oh, randomly, I just I should have remembered. Smokey should have done double damage on the nat twenty. Oh, yeah. Of the yeah, one that he knocked down. So you, you probably want to just roll that real quick. I mean, that guy's probably still alive, but... Do you double damage or double dice? Just double, double dice. dice. Just double, double dice. dice. So, so, roll, roll, so roll the yeah, two yeah, more roll dice again. and make okay, sure... Sorry to interrupt. I just no, said, no, no. When, you, when someone said nat 20... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double damage, I was like, wait a minute. So roll the roll the extra dice. And we'll so have that was the original claw. Eight. That's right. All right. How much did you do before? Uh... Oh, remember. you did. You did roughly eight. Yeah. Okay. So eight plus six. I think it was before. Five? That's exactly how much. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 It was six plus eight. Plus That's eight. why I put so the 14. six down. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wrote the six down haphazardly, and I forgot to actually. All right. So fourteen. How do you kill it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Smokey just comes loping, like padding silently um, on his paws, slowly at first, and then going faster and faster as he gets closer. And then just like leaps up and with a single claw slash, um, just removes half the face of the, the Durgar and is continue just like keeps moving as before the Durgar even hits the ground. And so Smokey moves through the camera, slashes, and then disappears into the shadows. And as the Durgar uh, swings around with the force of the slash, it lands uh, directly in front of the camera on the ground and sputters to death, <laughs> but not before half of its slashed face lands on its boot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Nice. By the way, so we have a bunch of thugs. Mm-hmm. A bunch of, like, more thug bad guys came in. It's a warehouse at night. Are we Batmaning ambushing? Are we like, Batman ambushing these people? Yeah, yeah. you are. Smokey's yeah. just going to be, like, batarang people. <laughs> yeah. Or just, like, dropping thug, thug will be like, 
Uh, all right, so so let's uh, figure out how uh, how I die. Uh, roll roll forty eight. So, uh, giant dwarf. Uh, how do you how do you kill him? Yeah, uh, giant dwarf. Okay, so that's the NPC. How you kill the uh, two? All okay, right. all right. That's that's fine. That's fine. Six. So eight. Four. Ten. No, good trick. How many hit points? One. 11. So total eleven. All right, 13. So I, thirteen plus okay. two for their strength. That seems survivable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got twenty-four. That's okay, that's okay. that's my max. That's not, that's so not, that's I not took okay. I took uh, thirteen. So I am down to eleven. Okay, you know what? That's that's fine. That's and we've all learned something. Yep. Do we have like eight heal spells? Uh, no, I'm like the only person that can heal, and all I've got is like this cure. Basic. I can I can heal as well. And we, we, got, we got heal potions. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. one this, of which I will probably chug. Is chugging a potion a bonus action or a full action? I think it's a bonus, bonus action. action. Yeah. So that's, I think that's what I'm Yeah, but if you try to run away, they're going to stab Which you. is why chugging potion is <laughs> bonus action and disengage is a full action. Yeah. No, no, you should totally try to give a, a, I mean, an attack my, of opportunity to the giant dwarf. <laughs> I mean, my, my other choice is to stand where I am and do a twin spell on Guiding Bolt and hit mm-hmm. both of them uh, in revenge, but that would also probably result in my death the next mm-hmm. round. So there is that. Got it. All right. Okay. All right. Other door. Uh, other doors. Let's go. I mean, that's um, not saying maybe somebody wants to go so save me or anything. Was, but yeah. Thinking about it. <laughs> that was the shinies. Anybody but the Minotaur. <laughs> oh, goddamn it! Well, think about a Louis. Oh shit, Sheila. <laughs> and so, uh, the so this is going to be a double attack. They're not going to assist each other. Can somebody stand up the? Uh, the, the the large dwarf, please. Oh my god, this dwarf's been drinking. All right, thank and you. Again with the stereotypes. <laughs> so, because this is a attack from invisibility, it's going to be at an advantage. Okay. Fuck. Everybody get up in the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I almost said something fucked up. I was like, get Drek, fly up here. Drek's <laughs> 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 face is genuinely. It's a very short distance. <laughs> it's more uh, like a, just a high jump. Haven't you seen Dumbo? Just believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah. so, so, did I mention that Scorching Ray is three targets? But you can, you can, <laughs> aim, you can aim all three bowls at one. And <laughs> it, it doesn't say anything you're about friendly or <laughs> unfriendly. Oh my mm. god, it's amazing. All right, so and thug number one is you know what, what, happens, what happens to him. Great. Thug is uh, stabbed multiple times. Uh, oh, actually, he's by not a giant. He's not stabbed. He's attacked by the one with the wicked barbed lash, and it oh. lashes across his face, catches onto his throat, uh, and it uh. keeps him there. And as the massive giant now dwarf stabs down and up into his spine. The Draugr with the lash leans back into it. God, this is prison. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he is cut in half. I oh. quit. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Jesus. And last but not least. Oh my god. That's nice. There we go. So you got for making me light up. Huh? <laughs> and Duras, you're going to be stabbed in the back by an invisible dwarf. Mm-hmm. I'm going to confuse everyone and be like, don't get confused by the giants. The Durgar might reappear at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your AC, uh, Duras? Uh, 18. Oh, nice work. Yeah, that's right. Nothing on the stabbing. You just, you feel mm-hmm. appears behind you. And the massive uh, Durger. Nope. Wow. I rolled two for two. So, yeah, nothing. Ching, ching. And then massive uh, Durger, uh, like, 
sword comes down and you easily block it with your shield. Hmm. Nice. Alright, and that was all of the shinies. Well, I think okay. I actually killed Damn. the ones that were surrounding me. Possibly. Oh, we'll see. No, because we still have to deal with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. This was this was just the, the shinies. Alright, uh, is it Jesus' uh, turn? I think it's mine. Uh, I'm sorry, it's um, Pharaoh's turn. Yeah, yeah it is. Cool. Um, I'm going to move Hunter's Mark to the uh, giant that is attacking Katrick yeah. and try to get its attention by shooting it. Cool. Of course, when I hid in the rafters, I did not expect the dwarves to suddenly have a height advantage. <laughs> <laughs> this, this could prove an, <laughs> an ill-conceived plan of attack. Like these are this is why um, they are evil doors. They literally get, like go the opposite of what. I might be confusing my Savage Worlds rules. Do we get any kind of bonus to hit bigger yes. things? Um, no, that's uh, only if you're small. Only if you're. I, I, which he, I it kind of is, but yeah, but it would be if you were uh, actually if you were jousting, you would get a bonus. That that may come to pass. <laughs> <laughs> we did joke on the way over here of all the ways you could joust giant animals. <laughs> uh, Twenty four to hit. Jesus, yeah, just made it. Yeah, wow. Alright. That's not that's not bad. Oh, which one were you aiming at? The giant. Okay, cool. And now it is to cross. I'm sorry, it's the other Jurger. Oh. My bad. My bad. That's nice. Baddies. My baddies. Alright, alright. Um Ah, Jesus. That's a bad no, it's gonna. What am I doing? It's not gonna leave. This whole like, it's, it's not gonna like going Krenos plus being invisible is rough. Yep, that's, yep. A, that's a cool combo. Guys, when we all die, let's come. Let's play Dark. <laughs> they they have rules for them, but like just the narrative, the narrative behind them is like it's virtually impossible to play and have fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once you learn about them, it's like oh yeah, they, they are fuel. They hate their lives, and that's what. That's that's the only reason they live. Yeah, their 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 history and religion is really cool, but then it just gets to the end. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, you're a sociopath and you feel no emotions and only motivate through money and hate. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. All right, cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> and uh, oh, Ariston, you are going to be attacked awesome. from the back by a uh, by a Durger. That happens. So what is your AC? Uh, Sixteen. But don't you have that nice time? Oh, right. <laughs> that is an 8 and a 16. What was your AC? 16. All right. He got you. 16 is what you got to hit, not roll over. And then I'm going to activate as a reaction. She, I can't. No. You're right. Why not? Because I use all my spells. Oh, yeah. You did fuck up a bunch of invisible Draugr, by True. the way. Because mm-hmm. you were right. They were going to all attack you. They were just, they just moved back. And then they were going to like. Hey, this guy's yeah, right that here. Was a, that was a smart move. No, yeah, no, that was no. a super smart no, no, move. No, yeah, so he totally can get me. Okay, so that's going to be 1d8 plus 2. That's 6 damage. Neat. Uh, now it is Daras. I cast whole person on every single giant drawer. Wow. wow. Uh, they each need to make a wisdom saving throw, 13. God damn. Oh, well, luckily, So it's they're... just those three, actually, because I only can cast it up to three people. So okay. that one on uh, Katrick, one on me, and that giant one in the middle of the thugs. Okay. The one so breakdancing. The one breakdancing, yeah. 13. Got it. Nope. On Katrick. I do have one nope. on me. Yeah. So that one on me, yeah. And 
18 on the last one. Oh, okay, so he made it. So the so, guy who was, like, breakdancing. Okay. So, so they're both paralyzed. I think that does terrible things to them. I can't remember what it was. You right. just got served! <laughs> How long does that last? Uh, until, uh, basically a minute or until they uh, save. Or or until they try to kill a bird boy that lit up my ass last night. That's weird. That <laughs> says here in the spell. <laughs> but they, they're paralyzed, which has an effect on them. I'm trying to remember what mm-hmm. it was. Uh, I got paralyzed right here, actually. Okay. God bless this gene screen. Yeah. Uh, incapacitated, cannot move or speak, automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Sweet. So, yeah. Okay. So they cannot move, speak, um, well, they're incapacitated, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, incapacitated. May not make actions or reactions. Okay. So you can make a break for it, Contract. Well, no, no, there's other... two of them there, so That's one true. of them will, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. But okay. yeah, so at least um, at the end of their turn, then they can try to roll again to try to get out of it. But they at least essentially lose a turn. Okay, good, good, good. That's All right. Okay, That's super good. Uh, and then as... Oh, wait, wait, one sec. Yeah. I think I have a bonus action I can do. Reaction. Can't you cast light? Hmm? Can't you cast light? But there's a bonfire right there. Why would I need to cast light? You might want to look into what kind of light it makes. Because these are dark dwarves from oh. under dark. Shit. I didn't even consider that. I know. Is that a bonus action or an action? Listeners, I know. <clears throat> I just I just hate everybody with giant invisible shit. dwarves. And by no, the way, I thought that's why because I thought Ah, uh, never mind. <laughs> uh yeah, and I, I, I've got my next move planned out now. Yeah, it's an action. So okay. next turn. Next time. Next time. Oh, we have a bonus action. I can possibly... And... I cast Healing Word on Katrick. Heck yeah. As a bonus action. You I, gain. I just checked. They cannot go invisible and go giant. Oh. At the same time. Yeah. So there we go. Oh, God. Yeah, there's, there's, some, there's some justice in the universe. Some. Yeah, Katrick yeah, could do that. I'd be like... I'm going to get religious seven hit points. get me some of that dark, 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 dark god Thank shit. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Up to 18. Nice. Is that it for... Uh, That's it for me, yeah. Nice work. I tried. Busting out two spells. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Oh, talk. wait. Yo. I can't do two spells in one turn. Ah, shit. You're right. You can use your inspiration, but you already did that. No, I already did that. No, but no. still, I, two spells per turn, you can't yeah, do so Unless can't, it's so a cantrip, which is this is not. Yeah, so I uh, may take away my seven. Sorry about that. I was feeling so good. It's all right. I'm still doing the same thing. Yeah. Because fuck it. Okay, top of the round, Ariston and Thugs. I rolled uh, a 16. Okay. And then I, does that hit? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going for this this jabroni behind me. Yep. You swing around with your sword. This jabroni. <laughs> uh, he got, I hit him for 14 points of damage. Holy shit. Uh, hold on. No, no, I, I'm cool. 40 points of damage. How do you kill him? I immediately yeah. spin around. I slash him. Across, I, I spin around, um, striking a pose, and suddenly with a, a force of like a rolling thunder behind me, I launch forward, slicing him in half, and I immediately activate my uh, my Dun- feet, which allows me to attack this guy behind him. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, because when you take someone down, yeah, you have an extra chance. So an- another thunder attack from yeah. me. My thunder. This is, this is an artistic rendition, but I'm just going to attack I love again. It. So yeah, you basically are propelled forward by a supernatural force with a boosh! For three. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Hey. Hey, I tried. Unless it's a disadvantage because it's back to me. Nope. Okay, cool. Oh, hold on. Cannot make actions or reactions. So it is incapacitated. Yeah, you are at an advantage to hit an incapacitated foe. 
19 plus uh plus whatever I get to uh is it uh is it strength to hit? Uh sh- yeah, strength. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh 23. Yeah, you hit him. Going to keep one of those so cuz I I get to reroll uh any ones. Oh, oh yeah, you do. And yeah, you so do. So that was a 5 and that's 11. Uh so he takes 11 points of damage uh from me. Wow. Oh, and then I add uh, 11 points. 11 plus 4. Which, uh, 15. 15 points of damage. Oh, shit. Wait, which one did you use the This the guy, big one. Uh, the, uh, the troll, uh, the giant. 15? Yeah. How do you kill it? <laughs> I Holy immediately, shit. I just, 15, I mean, you guys have been whittling these guys down, yeah, and like yeah. 15 is a killing blow. And I don't get to go again, do I? Uh... Yeah, this, this, if does it just keep happening for every kill? I think it's a reaction. You get to I use think he's a reaction. This is a special yeah. power that gets you. He's yeah. got a feat. Yeah, on, yeah, on a turn, when you score a critical hit, a melee weapon, to reduce a creature to zero points, so you can make one melee weapon attack as a bonus action. Bonus so action. That you use yeah. your bonus so that was your bonus right. action. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I, I first off, I kill this guy as I propel forward, slice him in half, mm-hmm. and suddenly, Doros... As mm-hmm. this thing is paralyzed, uh, it opens up its mouth to, like, you know, curse you. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, Black Icker escapes down its face, and suddenly, instead of a tongue, a blade just slices through it. Because <laughs> it's giant. Mm-hmm. And then it gets pulled out, and then it collapses down to the ground. And there. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Good yeah, job. Nice job. Good nice job. Nice work. All, All right. right. God damn. Yeah, those are some, uh, not some bad uh, rolls. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ariston. Cool. Thugs. Uh, Gorn, that guy right there. Yeah. He's not down though. So. Who is it? Oh yeah, this that guy. guy that guy, guy just guy refuses. Is not down. He's, the mini refuses to stand up. Yeah, he, he made a saving throw. Yep. Okay. Cool. So they're going to attack him with assistance. So it's going to be two attacks and then one with assistance. So seven, ten, unfortunately, and the third guy. 16 just All barely right. makes it. You believe in you, Louie. One damage. Good job, Louie. Okay, you tried, Louie. The doorknobs. Louie <laughs> <laughs> with the doorknobs. Hits him in like, the oh. knee, doesn't work. Bag full of doorknobs, you've been in my family for seven <laughs> generations. You've never let us down before. <laughs> Even when that ex-wife bitch Gina tried to take you away from me. <laughs> She can have the house. She can have the dog. That's fine. You cannot have my bag of doorknobs. <laughs> no discussion. Door slam. Door slam. Unfortunately, you couldn't stay slammed because we took the doorknobs. <laughs> I love it. All right. That's really good. Um, okay, so that was Thugs, and we move on to Katrick. All right. So Katrick, having been wounded and surrounded by guys, uh, he sees the big one sort of... <laughs> freeze in place from uh, Doros's spell and uh, rather than run because he doesn't he doesn't run he is a being a fire and grandma fucked a phoenix (laughs) 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 grandma (laughs) fucked a phoenix so I'm gonna cast guiding bolt spending spending one sorcery point I'm gonna cast cast guiding bolt, spending one sorcery point to use my twinned spell meta magic. So two guiding bolts, one to each of the guys. Uh, The one that's paralyzed, I guess that attack is with advantage because they're incapacitated, and the other one's just normal attack. So let me roll. Let me spend the spell slot for a guiding bolt. 
Let me roll the first attack. That's a 24 to hit, so that's the one that's right behind just me. Just makes it, yeah. Yeah, so and I'll did roll you, his did damage. Did you roll twice? That's the first one, so for the for the big one, I'm saving the, oh, okay, the, the, cool. adva- yeah, the advantage for the, the big one. 10-4. All right, and then for the big one, rolling with advantage, first one is 25, second one is 18. I'll take the 25, so I'm assuming both hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, 4d6 damage to each of them. Cool. First one takes, uh, the one behind me takes 10 points of damage. Uh, well, possibly. I might, I might use my last sorcery point to, to re-roll some of those dice. Uh, let's see how the second roll goes. But that's a 3, 2, 1, and a 4. So if I use sorcery points, probably re-rolling that 2 and, and that 1. Uh, but so far, and the second one takes 12 points of damage with a 4, 3, 1, and a 4. I'm going to spend my last sorcery point to re-roll four of those dice. So, uh... You were mathing the shit out of this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on over there, but it sounds incredible. Yeah, alright. So, my first attack to the one behind me... Uh, I said a three two, so I'm rolling the two and re-rolling the two and the one. So that was ten points minus three. So uh, base damage is going to be seven plus uh, give me the, uh, four five, so thirteen points mm-hmm. of damage to the the Dorgon behind me. And for this one, four plus four is eight, and re-rolling two of those dice. Ooh, nice! Eleven plus eight, nineteen. So Holy nineteen shit. to the big guy, eleven to the one behind me. Uh, and they are, bo- and that was a guiding bolt on both. So now for th- both of those, assuming they're still standing, whoever goes after them next has advantage on their attacks. Okay, by one point, how do you kill the large one? Fuck yeah! yeah. So 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 basically, so, so this is how it goes. So uh, you know, <laughs> this is how it breaks down. <laughs> this is how it breaks no down. shit, there it was, right? <laughs> no shit, there. So Katrick, you know, was standing on these boxes. He all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this giant Dorgar and the other one behind him pop up. Stab the fuck out of him. He's like ah, bleeding. He's hunched over, and uh, just as the big one freezes up from Duras's spell, Trick looks up, opens his eyes, both of which are glowing gold. Oh, by the way, this is radiant damage. I don't know if it if it. Makes oh yeah, sense. this was radiant damage. Oh, yeah, nice. that's sunlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if that makes extra damage or what. Um, I don't know what that means, but uh, you might want to check that. Disadvantage in all attack rolls while in sunlight. All right, so they oh, are there. So they are. So they are both effectively. Oh, yeah, and they're effectively. They also have disadvantage on any sight roll because they're blinded. So oh, they are effectively shit. glowing sunlight. Nice. All right, so there's no extra damage, but keep that in mind for for the remaining one. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so he opens his eyes. Both of them are glowing golden with this golden, uh, holy fire, and he just uh, certainly spreads his his uh, vestigial wings, and from both of them, like sprays of sunlight, just. Flare out, engulfing both of the both the giant uh, Durgar and the one behind him. The giant one uh, just gets completely like the, this golden light just completely engulfs him, and then as it starts to fade, all that's left is dust. Hmm. Like he is just burned up completely yeah. from the fire. The Hell one yeah. behind him is also engulfed in, in golden uh golden holy flames, but is like still flailing and mm-hmm. probably actually considering the, the disadvantage and everything, yeah, he's probably like ah, 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 I'm actually ah. gonna roll. I'm gonna roll a dexterity check. <clears throat> and he falls backwards off of the platform and lands with a thud. Sweet. And I'm going to just take the the, the the moment to enjoy by removing a <laughs> big mini from, yeah. from right beside me. Yeah. Nice. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, Fina! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Would Katrick like to hide? Uh, <laughs> like to I, I, well, I can't. I can't hide, but I can run. I can move now. Yes, you can. Uh, and I, I, without triggering an attack of uh, of opportunity. So I'm going to go move behind uh, that column. Real over quick, there. yeah. That door on the ground is the a trap, trap door. door. Yeah, yeah, where the uh, the dwarves are hiding. Yep, the good, so, the good dwarves. I cannot reach it, but I can start. So I'm, I move 25 feet, hiding behind uh, another crate. And as my bonus action, as I <laughs> hide under the crate, I chuck a healing oh, potion. Oh, D6 yep. plus 3. Yep. Healing potion. Come on. There we go. I actually have it in my inventory. There we go. So that is a uh, 6 plus 3 is 9. nine. Yeah, I got the maximum wow, healing yeah. back. So I recover 9 hit points, leaving me at... Uh, plus nine, twenty. Wow, out, out of twenty-four. So that's amazing. Not, do, not doing too shabby. Considering I was worried about you when the giant. Yeah, so was I. De- yeah, decloaked <laughs> right behind you. Yeah, and I'm gonna mark that potion as spent. Man, all right. You should leave one to tell the tale, dear girl. I'll never go after the beach first ever again. Smoky, smoky. Okay, so we have. So just real quick, next round is going to be the. Uh, the uh, giant Durgers, which means that they will no longer be incapacitated. Smokey attacks this incapacitated one. He has advantage. Does he, is there Wait, any, which one is there inca- no incapacitated? One. And there's no more incapacitated. Uh, I only took out giants. the two. The one next to Katrick and the one that. Oh, was that's next, right. Never yeah. mind. I'm so sorry. they're dead. This one is very much active. Yeah. Yep. Wait, which one is the one closest to me? This to one is active, and that guy's also yep. active. That guy's active. Yep. Okay. Uh, could you remove that Dragger uh, right there? Let's get rid of that guy. That one's gone. So it looks like we have about four, five, yeah, five, with one on the back. Five, two of them being embiggened. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'm going to shoot that guy in the face. Oh. The one that's nearest to me. Cool. Sounds Mark. good. I'm out no, of sorcery. Not to be, like, repetitive. Oh, wait, no, this is Smokey's move. Yeah, Smokey move. Yeah. So what's Smokey doing? There's nothing saying he can't tackle a large animal. Every box far. is five... Mm-hmm. Feet, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> go for that. Swing for the fences, Smokey. Go, go, Smokey, go. Um, okay, so uh, running claw attack, uh, but no, no advantage, right? This one is not incapacitated. No, 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 no. Nineteen, nineteen. You got him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he has the str- he has to do the strength twelve save to not neck get knocked over, and the damage is seven. Seven damage and uh, strength saving throw, difficulty 12 to not fall on his giant ass. Okay. So strength saving throw. Yes. Made it with a 16 plus 2, so 18. And he took seven damage? Yes. Nice work. And the (laughs) shinies. Are there any left? Yeah, uh, yeah, the one that's on the floor that I knocked uh, and back. And there's one next to this big guy, I think. Okay, uh, shiny, large. There's two large on the table, so right? Yep. Yeah. yep. Okay. Yeah, the one that's engaged with the cat, and the one that's right next to all all our mooks. Right, and are they affected by the sunlight? Kutrick would have to get closer. Yeah. Cool. The radiance has a uh, range of like 10 feet. Yeah, the only one that's affected currently by the radiance is the one on the floor uh, over there. Okay. Tiny shiny. Goes big or goes home. (laughs) And it's going to swing at uh, the uh, 
going to swing at Tony with uh, advantage because his buddy's helping him out. Mm-hmm. That's a natural 20. I'm not even going to roll it. Tony dies. <laughs> that would be the like, doorknob guy. Huh? No, it's not, actually. The doorknob guy's behind it. So. <laughs> We've identified which one that is. <laughs> Tony explodes. He just gets crushed. Yeah. Oh, no. So basically, both Durger lift up their massive weapons and come down at the same time. And there's just a spray spray of Curacao amount of blood. All right, Pharaoh. It is exactly. Did the shiny that's fighting Smokey do anything? Um, That is, in fact, not a shiny. They're only... uh, Oh, right. They already moved. Perfect. Okay, then I am going to shoot that one. Okay. Throw it. Roll it. Do it. Um, and again, switching to favored enemy. Mm-hmm. It's just my default. Oh, yeah. 21. Just made it. Yeah. 11? Yeah. Oh, wow. On the large shiny? The one that uh, the cat just yeah, the, mauled? The one that the cat mauled. How do you kill it? Yeah. <laughs> um... So Smokey has run by it, uh, dash it after instantly leaping up from its last kill um, as the giant Durgar materializes. Smokey dashes past and rips open its Achilles tendon mm-hmm. and with its claw, and it stumbles and swings around towards the cat just in time to get an arrow right into its spine. Nice. Sweet. And it just like stops and falls over. Nice. All right, Pharaoh. Nice work. And now it is the remaining Durger. No, that was that was the last remaining Durger. Nice. Uh, Wait, really? That was the last remaining uh, normal one. Oh, okay. Non-shiny. Non-shiny. Uh, the, I'm sorry. The uh, the gray arms, the gray mm-hmm. shoulders. Yeah. Uh, in which case, Dehras. Uh well, most of them taken down. I'm just gonna hit the one in the the one behind me in the face with the mace. All right. Cool. That seems fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh does a eleven hit? Oh wait, no, so thirteen. Nope. Okay. Right not. Okay. Well I tried, guys. Yeah, I think we discovered it's sixteen is what we're aiming yeah, for. Shit. Okay. And I have no bonus action that can currently help me, so I'm good. You guys have cool. fun. Um <laughs> have fun storming the castle. Have fun storming that Take castle. Take a miracle. <laughs> All right, top of the round, y'all. Okay, Ariston. Uh, Ariston's going to attack. All right, there's one right there. Uh, twenty six, which is a crit. Nice. Ariston oh, is nice. literally turning to uh, skidding to a halt, spins, you know, crouches down, and then just charges as they come as these two Drager come down and smash Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ariston is leaping on top of their mallets, mm-hmm. climbs up one, and just jumps and tries to stab one right in the face. Alright, roll it. So, That's fucking awesome. So double dice. So basically just roll your damage twice. Okay. So the first one is 11. And then I get to go again. So 21 points of damage. Uh, 21 points of damage to uh, this guy right here. Holy shit. How do you kill him? I, oh my god. <laughs> I slash him across the throat and... It's really I'm like walking on a tightrope because I'm on top I'm on top of the handle of their mallets or mm-hmm. axes and I gracefully spin and I'm gonna try to slash this guy's throat as well yeah. using my bonus action. Yeah. Jesus. Hell yeah. Dude, 
Ariston for MVP of this match. <laughs> yeah, seriously. seriously. Uh, that's an 18, so I yep. hit. You did? Yeah. So that is, I get to roll that again because it's two twos. That's 13 points of damage on that one. Is that including your, uh, yeah. You're using the, okay, yeah, cool. I'm using this. All right. Is he still up? He is. Uh, then I'm going to use my bonus action, which is called Action Surge. All right. Which allows me uh, to basically get another action. All right. All you have to do is hit. Oh, yeah, Action Surge, right, yeah. Yeah, that's thing fighters got. 16. Just made it. I kill him. You, unless you roll. So he's got two hit points left. Is yeah, there any no way, way for you to I, not I, kill yeah, him? I kill him. <laughs> yeah. So I stab oh, this guy. So Jesus. I run up, spin... Kill this guy's throat. Then I basically dive bomb onto this other troll, ride him down, this, this Draeger giant, mm-hmm. ride him down, and then I rip out my uh, sword. Mm-hmm. And who's still up? Just the guy behind uh, Smokey. So he's down. Smokey's fighting the last one, and uh, and Tahras is fighting one. Well, there's still that guy on the floor, though, right? Oh, yeah, and the guy on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Who spent the last one. Getting himself back up, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to use my action, since I have a bonus action now, and I'm actually going to move. One, two, three, so that's 15. I'll jump up here for uh, 20, and I can't make it to him, so I'm going to throw my bastard sword into his face. Wow. Goddamn. What? All right, so you are throwing a weapon that is not meant to be thrown. 26 again. I was going to say it's at a disadvantage. Oh, 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 I got a crit, so that sucks, but that's fine. 19. Wow! Jesus Christ. The guy behind you. Unlike you, this thing loves me. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Roll it. So I'm attacking the one behind uh, you. Dehras. Dehras. So 13 points of damage. Holy shit. He is down to one hit point. Sweet. And with that, I'm activating Booming Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Which, my, Damn, this my is only, a good yeah. build. <laughs> is, that, is that an extra... Wait, no, is it a fire bonus, bonus action? action? Uh, I think you might have used your... Oh, you're right. It is, it, that is yeah, an action. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. So, no, he, he takes... He, sorry. Yeah, I, that's I, okay. I no, no. Good. That would have been awesome. Oh, <laughs> God damn. All right. Sorry. No, no, you're no right. Rub. Thank you for uh, catching that. But nope, I, uh, so he, he gets slammed with a blade. Yeah, it like sticks out of him. Yeah, listeners, by the way, I want you all to know that the guy who minutes ago commented that he's not big on minis and terrain yeah. <laughs> leaned forward, picked up his mini, and mimed out the flying through the air, spinning around, landing. He's connected, he's connected fishing wire to it so he can do a crouching tiger scene. <laughs> all right, so that brings us to... Katrick and <laughs> Smokey. <laughs> All right, so Katrick. Uh, okay, so yeah, Katrick sees this guy that's still glowing mm-hmm. uh, and stood up. And remember, we previously, leave, remember, we were going to leave one alive. Yeah, so I hope uh, I hope your cat doesn't kill the other one. Because <laughs> fuck this guy, he stabbed me. <laughs> um, so uh, Katrick is going to then uh, uh, look at that guy and fire off scorching ray in his general direction. Uh, is that three? <laughs> so that's three attacks. First <laughs> of which, uh, first of which would be at advantage because right. of the guiding bolt that I cast on him yes, earlier. So let's do the first bolt. That's a twenty-three uh, uh, with advantage. Uh, yeah, it would have been a nine. So twenty-three. So that you one hits. Yep. Let's go ahead and just do damage first. 
so that's six points of damage to that guy. Okay. I'm assuming he's still standing. Yep. All right. Second bolt. Not an advantage. Misses with an eight. And then the third bolt. Uh, ah, 15. Ah, oh, just, just by one. And there's really nothing more I can do. So, spend, yeah. So, spend the, your, you can spend oh, your. Oh, wait. Yeah, I've got my inspiration. I haven't, uh, I haven't spent that. Yeah. Thank you for the reminder. Remember, inspiration don't come back in between combats, so though. You got to you do something to get it back. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, so, so what I'm going to try and do to get that back is kill this motherfucker. <laughs> All right. I'm going to spend my inspiration. All right. And, nope. Unfortunately, with a 12, not good enough. It was worth a shot. Okay. Cool. So, you smacked him for how many points? Uh, so, he took six total. Okay. But also, like, yeah, it has to deal with the fact that one fiery, uh, one fiery bolt hits him, and then two more, like, yeah. And the thing is, he's not going anywhere because he's blinded. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, all right, cool. And uh, Smokey, uh, the last remaining one. We have mm-hmm. two of these guys still alive. Yeah, one of them I just fired bolts at, but uh, uh, seems to be alive. I don't know how good or bad he looks. We know that other one because the GM told us has two has two hit points. Uh, so the maybe. one that has two hit points. I'm gonna Smokey is going to uh, uh, pounce and basically like hold it down. Okay, like stand over it and just like roll it. <sighs> roll it. Diff sixteen. Just like a it's like a strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an attack because he can he can knock them down, right? Oh, I thought he's not already knocked down. Um. No, the guy behind Duras. No, he's he's up. He's he's stabbing ineffectually. I think. Uh, yeah, actually. Okay, so I think um, I'm gonna Smokey's gonna move and have a contingent action. Okay. For if he mo- if the guy moves, mm-hmm. Smokey's gonna try to take him down. All right. Like knock can, him down. You can also tell that the guy who's blinded by the sunlight. You know that he would be easier to take down. Oh, okay. Then I'll do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And you, you can easily. Make it over there. Sit on him. Yep. Okay, so you still need to roll to tackle. Cool. And so it's just like a strength roll, or it's still an attack roll? Uh, It's still an attack roll. Got it. Okay, six. Cool. All right, so the dwarf stays on its feet. All right. Um, Jesus, y'all. That's Smokey. And then it's to the shinies. He who fights and runs away, (laughs) y'all. Yep. No, they're not getting out of here. Uh, so, shiny number one is... Uh, does it take an action for them to transform? It does not. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, it does. Yes, it does. Never mind. Sorry, it specifically says actions. Um, so I might have flubbed that before, but oh well. No, adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They also also are using action surge. Yep. There we go. Yeah, they're fighters. All right, so they all grow very large. Very, very large. Um, so that's shinies. Only two left. And looking rough. And trick Pharaoh. Pharaoh proper. Um, the one that is the one that just went. Rrr. Yeah. And shoot. Go. I just feel like they ain't broke. Yeah. They ain't broke. <laughs> Let's just do it. But wait, okay, so then I okay. This is the blind This blind. is the blinded one that we're gonna keep alive. Yeah, this one is the that, the yeah. one that we're not gonna keep alive is the yeah. one that I'm gonna shoot. It is sixteen? Yeah, just made it. Unless you can roll below a one. I can't. I He's gonna die. Cool. 
Yeah. So how do you go? Another arrow streaking out of the darkness. This is really more of a mercy kill. Because <laughs> he's got a fucking sword. I mean, he's as surprised as anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bastard sword. Yeah. Yeah, he's thinking that sword's a real bastard himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and he dies. <laughs> All right, Duras. Bring it home, baby. Duras, you're going to have so much, like, extra metal. No, I can't use their metal. Uh, oh, right. Yep. It's okay, Man, so one of them is... Sorry, I wasn't paying attention for a second. So one of them has been... Yeah, yeah, that one said we did everybody but the one that's behind Katrick over here. And again, a reminder: we want to keep that one alive. Yeah, right. Do you have any spells to hold it down? I do. Uh, yeah, another hold person if you have it. That's my last second level spell. Yeah, Good. which ends the combat. And yeah, then we can all take naps. All right, in real life too. Hold person, <laughs> wisdom saving throw. All right. Mm-hmm. What's the difficulty? Thirteen. Four. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And yeah, hate tie him up. Actually, you can't even talk. Yeah, he just freezes. Tie him up, and combat ends. Yep. All right. Ariston's hopping down and goes over towards the giant uh, dwarf mm-hmm. and rips out his bastard sword yep. and then cleans it on the thing's cloth. And as they are uh, as they are dead, they start shrinking back to their normal Durger size. Golden here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, this is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know, we're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember, the Ink Monster wants to eat you!